Sometimes the world just needs a hero to help cut through all the noise. Well, now you have two. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to yet another episode of Your Heroes of Noise. I'm one half of this dynamic duo. My name is Steve. Hello there. I would be the other half, and my name is Dan Ramirez. What's happening, everybody? Welcome to episode 192 of Heroes of Noise. Happy Father's Day. Oh, I know you're probably going to get this the day after Father's Day, but don't say that we didn't wish you a happy Father's Day. All of the community out there, the Heroes of Noise community, happy Father's Day. If you're laying it down, or maybe you laid it down, you know what I'm saying, and you're handling your business... Happy Father's Day to you. If you are a piece of shit, however, this does not extend to you. How about that? No, not at all. Not at all. Really, do something with your life, will you? Now, do you know how to say 192 in Spanish? Oh, uh, let's see here. I'm sure you can pull it off. Uh, well, I know that 100 is ciento. Okay. Okay, so let's see. Nope, don't know how to say it, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had to say 192 at any point in time. And I probably could have said it back in, like, say, the eighth, ninth grade. Oh, you took Spanish back then? Ciento, ciento y noventa y dos? Oh, nice, dude. Would that I be don't it? Know. I don't know. Oh, you don't? Oh, you, well. No, I was asking you because you'd be, I would imagine between the two of us, you would be more of the person that knows. Yeah, no, no. I don't, I don't really know the numbers. Sometimes I don't know the colors very well. Oh, you know, like red. What's red, Steve? You got this. Oh, I do not know. Really? You don't know what red in Spanish is? Not a chance. It would be rojo. Oh, nice. Now I'm Mr. Spanish. Well, the funny thing is that whenever I need something in Spanish, I'll ask Carter. I'm like, Carter, how do you say that in Spanish? And he'll tell me. You're like, that's how you say it, dude. Yeah. I can sound pretty good sometimes if I, it's something that I've said a lot. You know what I mean? But if it's something where you hit me, like you just did right now, then it turns into dollar store Spanish. But you do, I mean... You do know the essential greetings, though. That's the important thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, hi like and bye. Chupa and... mi verga and wow. what else? That, uh, that sounds nasty. Bese mi cola. Bese mi culo, I mean. Is that kiss your butt? That is, yes. It is. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I know nalgas. Mm, hey, so do I, baby. <laughs> but what's the difference between that's both of those? That's my specialty. <laughs> what's the difference between both of those words? Between uh, culo and nalgas? Yeah. It's one of those things where you, it'll, you know, have you heard someone say, it sounds better in Spanish or it doesn't translate well? Yes. Now, I don't know if that really counts for nalgas and culo, but I think culo would be like your, like, say your, your, uh, your rectum. Oh, yeah. interesting. I was trying not to say the word that I say so well. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think that the uh, nalgas. It's like cheeks. the cheeks. Yeah, look oh, at, look I'm with at, you now. That's why people are like, look at them nalgas over there. I hear I'm say with stuff you. like that. And I'll be like, where? I mean, you know what? Stop that. Mind your business. Because <laughs> you never, I know, you never look. No. You, come on, Of man. course not, dude. I, I, I respect happy. people, bro. Yeah, man. Come on, man. You know, it's funny. Speaking of the translate well, so often I'll be uh, talking to crew and he'll say, there's a saying in Thai. And when he says it in English, he's like, yeah, doesn't, doesn't exactly translate. Because the other day he said, well, like they say in Thailand, I took a hot shower before you did. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, it doesn't translate well. It's like, uh, but what he's saying is, I've felt this water before. I know how hot it is, meaning I've gone through it as, just trust me, I've gone through what you're thinking before you. I'm older. Been there, done like, that. 
yes. And he's like, dang, but it doesn't translate into English very well. He's like, I took a hot shower first. And so he's like, you know, because you know how hot it really is. They don't. I'm like, you know, and now I get it. But it's probably really awesome in Thailand, in Thai. But yeah, he's like, yeah, that doesn't translate. But once he explained it, we're like, hey, I kind of like that. I've taken a hot shower first. Got it cool. He's like, no, 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 it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound. Like, do you mind if I say it the other way, though? Because that other way sounded shitty. Dude, because every time he says it in English, he's like, man, now that I'm saying it, it just, you guys don't have the same. I was like, yeah, I could see. It doesn't translate. A lot of, a lot of great sayings in other languages, when you say it in uh, English, it's like, eh, eh. They have that in Spanish, too. I couldn't give you one right see, now. I don't think, I don't think we have the most of, I mean, we don't have a romantic language. I work with a dude that reminds me of a. Uh, the per- he has sort not totally, but he kind of has the personality of a guy that's in a movie that we watched. Hmm. Oh, uh, goofy? yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, Steve. That's actually mean. It's he more of goofy. a I don't follow all the American cultures more than I follow my own Mexican culture. So okay. sometimes it's a it's a, a fish out of water type situation. OK, so, yeah, I, I get that about the whole it doesn't translate because I hear that all the time. And we we need to like. There's not. There are great good sayings, but not as fast. Like there's not good like quips I hear in English that a lot that are just like, oh, that's a very smart quip that we've all grown up with. Most of the smart ones I'll hear later on in life, but there's certain ones in other languages like, yeah, we've said it all our lives. Do you think English doesn't translate the proper way? Like when you're translating into a different language? Absolutely, it's got it right. Oh, for sure. There's, there's, I mean, cause there's certain, there's words in other languages that there is no translation for English. There's no word for it. And like, yeah, there's no word that you have for that. So we don't know what to tell you. Like if you said something like, uh, you know, I'll be a monkey's uncle. Would it sound like maybe people in your family screwed monkeys? Here's the problem. It doesn't make sense in English. It really doesn't. Where'd that come so, from? So regardless. Well, I'll be a monkey's will- uncle. Yeah, that's just a, it's just some guy sense. being silly. That's all it was. I mean, it's I, I, you know what? That hold on, there's a way that we can find this out, you know. How, Steve? We're just sitting <laughs> here with no way of finding these things out. A monkeys, there we go. I think it was just some guy that was just like, oh, well, that's because that would never happen. And if I did, if I was a, a, a monkey's uncle, boy, wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> Right? <laughs> That's, you know what? It could be an example of one. Oh, it's just an idiom. They don't even, the phrase was used as early as 1917. It was originally a sarcastic remark made by creationists. The notion that people were descended oh, from apes was considered oh, blasphemous. Okay. And for this reason, it was sarcastic. Well, I'll be a monkey's uncle. God. Oh, what? Understood. <laughs> Thanks, Internet. <laughs> well, well, freaking well. I wonder how many people just roll their eyes at the shit we talk about. <laughs> I don't think I think they're like, huh, I guarantee that's going to be brought up by a listener. Being Come like, on, so, you guys weren't thinking about monkey's uncle right now. You know, you might have been thinking about some other shit we talked about, but not a monkey's uncle. So stop. And now that you've learned something brand new today. Mm-hmm. Edutainment it's already started. Oh, I love the edutainment. I haven't used that word in quite some time there, friend. I like to use it all the time because I think it makes me sound smart. You are smart, though. I know. I, know. It just, it you, me, I it saw one of your takes me to a certain mach- level of smart I want to be. You know what I mean? I, I saw one of your machines without the cover over. It looks it. like I'm Stargate, like, huh? It legitimately, I was like, he is working a freaking 
I feel like Kurt Russell in that bitch. I think they should never have it. I think people would be way more likely to get in it if they're like, whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take the covers off. Mm-hmm. I would get in there and be like, I don't feel so claustrophobic at all. I feel like I'm about to go into another dimension. You'd be laying in there and you'd be like, so uh, kind of nervous because it's all like, you know, you know how it looks. It looks like a fucking time machine. It really it does. Really. T- I wish people would Google it right now. Yeah. Uh, Google uh, <laughs> Google MRI machine. Excuse me. MRI machine without cover. Do that. Incredible. Yeah. yeah. Don't do the typos. It's so incredible that I don't know how someone built it. I don't even understand where you start to make that work. It's pretty impressive. Because people would be like, oh, this is pretty cool. You, you know, they're in there. They're kind of nervous. And yes. they're waiting for you to start the exam. You're behind your desk already. And they're like, no, this is really cool. You're going to send me back in time. I'd wait like five seconds and I'd just be like, it's a distinct possibility. <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'll start to scan now. That, well, that was me. That was me. Or, or you could just all of a sudden start playing old timey music. And he'd be like, what the <laughs> That's you too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Our our shit's broken today, bro. We don't have Wi-Fi. Can't play music. Can you guys not? Um, isn't aren't there machines that have like a TV in them? We have one of those. Okay. (gasps) Oh, nice. No, it's not. You know why? Oh, oh, because no one knows how to use it. They put this thing up. They upgraded this. You know what? Seriously, if you do one of my coworkers and you, and you know, you don't, you should learn this shit and then teach me. You're there all the time. Anyway, that's so funny. Yeah, it's like they, they, got, they got a whole new MRI, right? They redid the room. They did everything. It's, it's beautiful. It's really nice in there. It could be nicer. I'll be honest with you. You know, you know who we're working for, but it's nice. Of course. But then they, they bought us like a, this big ass box, right? Yes. And this box comes with an ipad so you can you can use oh, bluetooth dude. and you can play like you know we just put on pandora for him or something like that which yeah. honestly i gotta tell you as a tech sometimes it's more of a pain in the ass because you know i'm not there to be your dj right so when i when i offer it just guys if you're gonna have an mri and your mri tech goes so can i play music for you and you go sure and then they go what can i play for you and you go i don't know that's true. They're yeah, already behind. Just just make yes. a fucking decision. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. We're not going to judge you. Trust me. Every single person I get is. I go like, hey, would you like some music? They're always claustrophobic. And be like, yes. Can you please uh, play the Christian channel? I'm like, fuck. How often do you hear that? <laughs> All day long, bro. All day long. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Has anyone ever said heavy metal? Hell yeah. This one guy one time I said, hey man, do you have any? Uh, any metal in your body? He's like, bro, it's in my soul. <laughs> oh, I love it. What I are said, we talking I like about, you, friend. dude? I like you. So then I said, what do you want to listen to? And he hit me with something I hadn't heard of before. And it was like, you know, probably not a favorite of my coworkers, but it's there for them. Yeah, scan. Yes. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's your experience. You're the one that can shape this thing. If I say I can literally play anything for you, or if your text says that, ask them, challenge them. Maybe it'll be fun. They do that sometimes. They try to challenge me. Hipsters. Well, yeah, I mean, it's not. And the funny thing is, they it's not you playing the music. It's a yeah. it's coming from the Internet. Yeah. So chances so are it that has that said when this fucking thing is working, I'm happy to do that for you. But the problem is, Steve, um, where we work has just trash Wi-Fi. Oh, it does, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'll be grooving. Sometimes they pick some good stuff. Sometimes it's me picking it. You know what I mean? But we're grooving. 
and then all of a sudden it'll just stop yep. and then you got to go and you got to like disconnect yep. and, and then reconnect sure do it's a pain yeah. that is a pain and then this stupid box right this box comes with like you can plug in um for video you can plug in like a uh come on dan you're like a thumb drive mm-hmm. and you can you know, have movies on it you can plug one of those in you can plug in uh i think it's hdmi and they have a bluetooth that is player. so cool i just said bluetooth blu-ray is what i'm trying to say bro oh i blu-ray. thought you're saying it was a blu-ray sent. okay well no 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 they have bluetooth as well but they have a blu-ray like disc thing. oh nice and, is it though because now we got to go out and buy movies that's what's going I'm on we gotta be like it takes their mind away from it so the movie that they sent us oh lord was a christmas carol are you kidding me dude i wish i was we got this thing in february it takes eight years to even get into the freaking movie mm-hmm. yeah sitcoms yeah. like seinfeld will be smarter that are right to it. Jim Carrey was in A Christmas Carol, right? Didn't he do a Scrooge? He might have. Am I making that up? Now I think it's A Christmas Carol. Now yeah, in I'm my brain he has, but it might be I the, it might be the uh, Mandela effect. Uh, for sure, dude. Because now I'm Possibly. imagining him as Scrooge. It's a Christmas movie that no one wants to watch. Let's just say that. Why would they send you a Christmas movie, dude? I don't That's know. such a specific. Maybe they ordered it a long time ago and someone was like feeling in the spirit. <laughs> thinking that, you know. <laughs> Things were going to get sent to us on time. That, or they're like, it's never a bad time for a Christmas. Like, this person's really Christmassy. Every day is Christmas. Come on, guys. Exactly. They need a movie that immediately starts. Like, Back to the Future, even if it doesn't start fast, people are like, oh, yeah, I love this movie. Solid movie, right? Yes. Solid. Yes. You just put it on and, oh, I know this one. Or if I haven't, I've always wanted to see it. I've heard of this. Perfectly, right. Perfectly yeah. fine. And if anything, not a Christmas they, they don't want it to stop. If anything, they're like, oh, I was getting into this movie. Yeah. What am I supposed to say? Okay, Mr. Muhammad, uh, get ready for a Christmas story. Oh, snap. He'll be like, what? Uh, no, for real, though. You know what I mean? True. Like, I, I know it's it was kind of a silly way of saying it, but yeah, I'm trying to be sensitive to the culture. You're so right. we don't even use it. And then. The thing is, is that no one has learned how to use it. I mess with that thing, dude. I'm pushing every button. I can't get it to throw the, because it's like, I'm boring people. But basically, once you hit play inside, you have to do something so it throws it to the other room. So they have these goggles that they put on, right? And no one can get it to work. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah. They probably should have walked everybody through, walked everyone through that. You would think. You would think. We'll talk about that at some <laughs> off mic. We'll, well talk see, about I would have loved like I would love to the do the workings it. of my department. And I would love to get scanned with something to watch. Then I'm not even thinking about being claustrophobic. But honestly, the thing is, man, that's more for people that are having long studies. Like you're coming in and you have headaches or your your back hurts or your your ankle hurts or something. You're probably in there for 30 minutes tops. It's a long time, dude. It ain't that long. People are in there. People come in that have multiple sclerosis and they'll have like their brain, their cervical spine, their thoracic spine, and for some reason their lumbar spine scanned as well. Now, there's no spinal cord there. Anyway, you don't see MS in the lumbar spine. But anyway, but then it's also without and with IV contrast. Oh, so. And our scans are fairly long how, because they want them to be that. How way. long is that scan? I've scanned people for like three hours, G. Oh, see, they need a movie, dog. I know. They need the Titanic. They need something, Godfather. Oh, snaps. Your, your, uh, your busted-ass movie that you watched at the beginning of the year about the car, Drive My Car. Gee, that's what they need because it will make them rethink how their life is going at that moment. You know what? I would put that movie on because you know what? You're going to sleep through the entire scam. Don't you're a hater, man. You'll watch it one day and you'll be like, you'll be like 90 and you'll text me and be like, now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just died. <laughs> Hello? I think he died. <laughs> Babe, I think he died. <laughs> no, dude, you're, you'll get it. But I, I really, I don't want to do a scan without something. I, I know I couldn't. I'd start, I'm not even claustrophobic. 
And I still would not be comfortable being in there for half an hour. I need something to watch. I think you would hate it because you can't sit still. I legit cannot. And they would hate you because you can't sit still. I mean, we'd make, but worst case, we'd have great conversation. You can't have conversation during this game. They can't talk to the speaker? No. Dang, that's a bummer. You want to be in there for three hours and some change? (sighs) What a bummer. That's a shame. And if you're wondering, why can't they talk during the exam? Two reasons. Motion. And also, it would sound like this. Yeah, that's that's the one thing my mom was shocked. She's like, man, that mug is loud. I'm like, yeah. She's like, I was not expecting how loud that thing was. I was like, yeah, it's a a beast. I hear it from the hallway. Oh, I saw you this week. What? Yeah, you were in, but you were in the the room with somebody like talking to them. And I was like, I probably shouldn't bug bug them right now. Bro, how many times I got to tell you this? Bother me. You were in there with a pay in the actual room proper with the patient. So what? You can't hang out for like two seconds and be like, what's up? I'll be like, hey, what's going on? And then I'll just leave them in there for like 15 minutes. We can shoot the shit. No, I'm just kidding. But you could at least say hi. I, I was trying to, yeah, I mean, you were, you know. I'm making jest of my job. I want y'all to know I do. You a do a really, you were like I locked in. I, if I was like, I kind of was just like. I hate I, terrible text, I, dude. I hate Paused them. at the entry and I was looking and I was like, oh, he's not going to see me for a minute. Because you were really focused on getting this patient from wheelchair to bed. And I'm like, okay. It didn't seem like you had an um, assistant. I was like, where's his person? Huh. Well, they're going to have to be there all the time now. <laughs> Got some news for them coming Monday. They're not going to like me very much. They will because they're they they like working with you anyway. So nah, they're cool. They're very cool people. I'm just kidding. But I had to give a uh, a light duty order this week. People, I have a torn labrum in my shoulder. It's confirmed. I'm having surgery. A torn labrum. I'm going to look that up. Hmm. Do it. Labraham. Go ahead and read it to the folks. Okay. Here's what a labrum. I could explain it, but I want him to do the work. All right, labrum. A labrum mm-hmm. is a cup-shaped rim of cartilage that lines and reinforces a ball and socket joint, such as a hip yes, or a shoulder. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, by the looks of it, if that's torn, dude, you are done. I am looking at it. It was like, oh. I have a posterior labral tear. So what they did was, oh, I think I explained this, but Jesus. anyway, last week I went in, they put some dye into my shoulder, and then they send me to an MRI, and they start taking images. And if you look at one of those images, you're going to see, if it's normal, it's going to be all nice and encapsulated. Yeah. But if not, it tends to leak out. Mine leaked out. So I have a tear. Oh. But the thing is, bro, <laughs> this is going to be a, I might be a little cranky. I'm just being honest with you, because... They have not called me to schedule this appointment yet. In all fairness, it was Friday afternoon. Yes. So they haven't called me yet to schedule this appointment. But I asked the dude, because surgeons, mm-hmm. you never want to go to a surgeon and expect them to give you a hug. You know what I mean? Like they just, they, they're surgeons for a reason. And if they happen to have this charming personality, hey, fantastic. But most of the time they don't have that. They're very dry. They're very matter of fact about things. And, uh, yeah, the guy's like, yeah, you know, so you got a labral tear. I'm like, yeah, I've been here before. Gee, what, what are we going to do? We can, well, we can do a conservative. We can give you a cortisone. No, I don't want a cortisone shot. I don't want physical therapy. I want the surgery. Okay, well, so how long do you think it'll be? Oh, no, six to eight weeks, maybe. Good Lord, dude. I'm like, Jesus Jeez, Christ. dude. Yeah, and it sucks, bro. Like, seriously, I've been whining about it a little bit too much to people, but you got to understand something. I literally cannot lift my left arm well okay in certain directions i can but there's one particular direction where i literally cannot lift my left arm above my sh- like shoulder or my like elbow 
height. Do you know what I'm saying? It sucks. It's bad. Gee, that because it's something's sucks. broken. You know what I like to explain it like, or what it, what it feels like anyway. What's that? Or it's a metaphor, but like try to picture this. Okay, I've been thinking about this. Let's just say you're in in a like a big sphere. Okay. Yes. You're, and you're like in the middle of the sphere. In other words, you're like in the exact middle of it. Well, you couldn't be in the exact middle of the sphere if it's all air. You'd have to be suspended by something, right? You feel what I'm saying? I'm, like picture yourself in picture yourself in like uh, uh, your arms are out, jumping jack style. Your arms are out and your legs are out. Okay. Okay. This is a bit much. Just go with me. So let's just say to keep you suspended in the exact same spot, you had multiple cables or like bungees that are holding you in place. Uh-huh. So they're all tight. So you you know what I mean? Yeah. So like almost like a guitar string. If you I will. got you, you're okay. So one of those strings broke. So now you're kind of like jiggling around Ooh, a little bit yeah. that's what my shoulder feels like i know that's kind of a weird way of explaining it but it made sense to me no it makes sense it's just like um shoot there's a horror movie where someone had strings holding them in place like a bunch of wires and that's what i'm imagining yeah, yeah. it's like if just you know the strings holding you or wires holding you in place and if one goes now nice you're and, jiggly t- yes yeah, and now i've got i've got jiggly shoulder that is not good dude because you're and it grinds oh dude because it, just by habit you reach to get stuff with your just because oh it almost fell and you're gonna reach for it and your arm's gonna be like ow yeah the other day i was looking for some uh large gloves and one of my coworkers threw me some large gloves a box of large Damn. gloves and i just reached out and i was like i made the crazy <laughs> ass sound dude it hurts i'm not kidding around man it's bad they should have given like i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna like make it any worse than it is but now i have to be on light duty they don't want me lifting anything over 10 pounds for work purposes, you know, because work doesn't want to get in trouble, of course. Uh, absolutely. I get that. Well, it makes sense. I get it that. It makes sense. But I'm just saying that's now what I have to do. I just told him, I said, yeah, but I can still scan. And the reason I said that is because I didn't want to get put in some other place. Well, now you're just calling people up and scheduling or, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to do that. I don't, I, don't, I don't do that. I mean, so no pain meds or nothing, huh? I asked him about that too. And he's like, well, we're not going to give you anything like uh, opioids or anything. I said, okay, well, calm down. You know, I mean, that's groovy if you would, but cause I know they can't do that because people are just, just the opioid epidemic's just too bad, you know? So they're very, very conservative on what they hand out. I, get I don't even know if I'm going to get anything like that once I'm done well, like post-surgery. I don't know how our place does things. Huh. They were just like, you want some 800 milligram, uh, ibuprofen i'm like thanks yeah they're not it's gonna take a lot for them to our place of work to give you that Mm -hmm. it's going to probably i imagine it's gonna take a lot dude so i don't know i'm gonna be a little cranky i think because i'm gonna be off for this is what he told me and i've I've been through this before but i always like to hear the different ways that doctors want you to go about things or surgeons want you to go about things so this time around what he's saying is that it's going to be a six weeks recovery excuse me a six week recovery and then uh, I'm going to have to go two weeks after the surgery. I will start going to physical therapy. I'm going to have to wear one of those slings and they have like a pillow in between the arm and your body. Oh, Lord. Because you have to stabilize yep. it. And then after that, it's going to be like a five month total recovery until I'm so like February 2023. I should be good again. Here's the problem. And I hate to be a complainer, Steve. I really do. I've been overusing my other shoulder. Oh, dude. And that's and the I'm one you had some problem issues. in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm having some issues there. So I'm like, I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do? Like, I've been super cranky. <laughs> it probably shows you haven't talked to me too much, but I think people around me know I'm just genuine. Like, I'm just generally fucking it's cranky because I'm like, 
Yes, dude, it sucks. And I hate to sound like a little bitch and and complain, but it's just it's a if I'm being real, it's like a 24 seven pain to some degree. Jeez. And now and when you don't concentrate on it, when you start thinking about it, you're like, oh, no, it still hurts. I just wasn't thinking about it at that point at that time. It just depends. Like it'll kind of not. It depends on what I'm doing. I it, For some reason, riding in it, like being passenger in a car, mm-hmm. like you'll offer to drive the car because, you know, just to be nice. And uh the way I was sitting, like I didn't have my like armrest correctly. So it just hurt and I could feel all that grinding and jostling around. I'm better when I drive, but I have to drive like a cool guy with my arm all of high course. up on the steering uh-huh. wheel. Uh, lately, I haven't even been sleeping in bed. And the reason for that is because if I'm lying flat and it jostles, the, it like wakes me up and I'll yelp. So what I've been doing, there's probably a better way to do this, but what I've been doing has been sleeping on the couch this like last few days. I'm like leaning into the couch. So that way my arm is like supported and I, it doesn't move. I know that doesn't make sense, but that's what I've been doing. I'm just, I'm just trying to get some sleep, bro. It's, it's not good. I don't know how you're doing this. dude. I don't know. I'm fucking cranky and I'm not sleeping very well. So if I sound kind of like on these last few episodes, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just really not feeling great. But anyway, how are you, Steve? How are you doing? <laughs> I am doing, uh, other than being sleepy today, I'm doing really well. Just life is moving right along surprisingly fast and um, just living life day to day, man. You've been busy. I haven't seen a lot of you. I haven't talk, really talked to you much. You've been doing stuff. You're going to uh, Von Gogh? Art, yeah. art exhibits. Dude, it, it was, I, I've never been much of a specific artist fan i've just been Mm. a fan of art my whole life um and so you know i think this place is making its round i think this exhibit is making its round worldwide or maybe just nationwide but um the van gogh exhibit is it was just amazing man it was profound quite profound where was it it was at the convention center okay i would recommend you and um you and uh your wife going for sure gail would love it well, uh, she doesn't know it yet, but I have to. We're going to go see Tenacious D on Friday, hey! which has nothing to do with Van Gogh, but uh, it's out of town. But we're going to come back that night. We kind of changed plans. We're just going to go there and come back. Yeah. And then sometime next weekend, I have that off. I took it off for her birthday because we had plans to do more stuff. But I, she doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to get tickets for that. Oh, dude, brace. it's just beautiful, man. And the amount of art that this person created is astounding. It is astounding, dude. You think I don't know about Night Sky? Hey, of course you do. Everyone knows about Night Sky. Anybody that's been in Target. I want to spoil. I'm not going to spoil something for you. There is going to be a thing you see that Uh you didn't even know existed. And everyone I talk to, you're like, I didn't even know that was a thing. You're going to, it's going to blow your mind. I can't wait. Oh, you're going to love She's been talking about this for a couple of months since before it got here. And I just been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to go, but we've just been doing other things and had other things going oh, on. Oh, you're going to love I it. Figure, since it's her birthday yes. weekend, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go see Tenacious D with the family. Uh-huh. And then we're going to come back and we're going to do some Van, some Van Gogh. I would recommend, because they have uh, in the main hall, they have benches that you could sit and watch the you know show. I wouldn't do that because all around the event are different quotes and different pictures. I would walk the event because some people just sit and just watch and like you can't is see it everything. two different types of tickets because i did see something about a walkthrough is there like that's another... the one you want there's another What's one the that's one? like a show no the other one is a an online oh. they have an online oh. ticket too 
don't want to do that. No. But I get it. Some people may have to. And the dope thing is there's afterwards, you know how you take pictures in front of like the Hamilton poster? There's yeah. a bunch of different artwork, big artwork that you could take pictures in front of. And when I saw some of your pictures. Oh, yeah. And a guy just offered. He's like, how about we just walk through? And I just take pictures of, uh, you know, you guys in different places. And he's the one that told some me, guy like that worked. Yeah. There? Just to, he was oh, like, okay. hey. And he was like, uh, hey, you got to watch the Doctor Who episode that's on Van Gogh. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm not. I love Doctor Who, Doctor Who, but I only like one doctor. But he's and he started talking about it and he started tearing up and crying. And I said, well, now I got to watch it. And so I watched it with Matt Smith and Karen Gilliam. And dude, freaking amazing. So the guy that told you to watch Doctor Who Mm -hmm. started tearing up and crying, telling you about Doctor Who. Just that one episode. Yes. I'm not buying it. it dude. It you really think that's the first fucking time he talked about Doctor Who? To, oh, that for entire sure. time? For sure. <laughs> for sure. Because if you would have met him and seen how he talked, there was a reason he decided to take pictures like with us. He was, I'm not saying I'm loud, but he was the same sort of loud as I was. <laughs> and so we started talking and then we started talking and then we started okay. talking. He's like, Oh, Oh, then you, I don't know if you're into this, but doctor who I'm like, I am into a certain doctor. He's like, yes. Yeah, okay, fine. But just watch this one episode for me, please. And we walked away and he came, found us again. And we talked again. So since you're bringing up the doctor who episode, which one is it? It's, it's all you, it's the only one about, I had to Google it and it said, I put Van Gogh, Dr. Who, and it came up. Okay. And another thing, is it, did they say Van Gogh or is it Van Gogh? Van Gogh. Well, they, on the, on the show. And you're making it sound like Von Dutch. It said Van Gogh. That's how they, yeah, that's how they say it on the show. Either Van Gogh or Van Gogh with an F, like the F sound. And I'm like, well, I imagine the show must've studied and we like wanted to prove that we're saying it wrong. So it must be Van Gogh with an F, like the F sound. And a matter of, a matter of fact, in the hall, one of the quotes was, I'm not going to use my last name because they have too much of a problem uh, saying it. So he signed his pictures Vincent because he's like, no one could say my middle last Vince name. Vince for sure. Yeah, Vincent they got. And it's not a, it's not, he didn't use it because he's like, people are going to have too much of a problem. I'm good. It, but dude, it's, it's heartbreaking the fact he did not know that his pictures were going to make such a massive statement and 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 change the art world because he did he only sold one painting when he was alive did he also did the screaming man right? yes i don't know if that's is it called the screaming the man? scream i think screamer yeah. that's it the screamer it's it's we all had one of those right ladies and gentlemen hey. <laughs> what i didn't know was he was amazing at portraits he has tons and tons and tons of portraits and I'm like, this guy was so creative and depression is a beast. But what they did, Portia hit me to it since she's in art. She's like, what they didn't tell you is in order to clean his brushes, he would use his mouth to clean his brushes. That paint had lead and that could have affected his mental state too. I was like, oh, snap, huh? She's like, oh yeah, that's probably had a lot to do with it. When you hmm. cut off your ear depressed or not that's a thing that that's do they a have the ear on display they did no they, no, did, they did not <laughs> i was like they did i'm not. going today I, but they really didn't talk about it much they're they called it like the ear incident they don't like they it was like one sentence in one of the parts they didn't want that to be what you were i mean he was he was special dude that guy and you know the the starry night 
He drew that through the bars of a psych ward. That's the only thing he saw. So he drew it. Was he? So he was institutionalized. He institutionalized himself. After the ear. Yes. He's like, something's wrong with me. You know what? I like my body parts. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Yeah. He's like, something's wrong with me. And that even breaks your heart. You're like, because it shows a letter from his brother that said, I named my son after you. And I pray that he's as courageous and creative as you are. And that wasn't enough, dude. Depression is relentless, dude. It's just relentless. And I felt horrible. Oh, it's just, it's, it's a heartbreaking show. And it's 37 minutes long is when the loop and I was really disappointed when I saw where I started. I was like, it's over. I was like, it, it wasn't 37 minutes. And Bell was like, yeah, it was. It just, you were enthralled the whole time. I was just taken over. It was just beautiful, man. Whoever came up with this, man. Wow. <laughs> just wow. I've heard some good things. I, like, I want to tease you and give you shit, but I know it's really good because I've heard several people You're say that it's it. awesome. It's, I've never yeah, seen I can't it. Lie. I've never seen it. I'm about to go over the top. As in, right up there with drive my car. Let me, you're gonna, you're about to be because even Bell was like, really. Um, as an artist, it made more of an impact on me than than Hamilton did. Okay. As an artist, because uh, one part he said, he said like he was depressed. No one is buying his stuff, and perhaps he's a terrible artist. He said, but I have no choice but to keep doing the work. Right. He just kept doing it. Even though no one was buying it, he thought he was terrible. He just kept working over and over again. He never made anything good. He just kept on being like, I think I'm at the beginning of the beginning of something really good in the future. And he just kept working. I would say you and Gail would. First of all, you're going to lose your mind. You're going to love it. There's no question. I wouldn't be surprised if you stayed for another loop, though. You'd probably be like, no, I'm going to watch it again because you're going to. You can't catch everything because there's stuff going on behind you, too. So you They're cannot. not trying to charge you to see it twice? No, you can stay. They said you can stay in as long as you want. A lot of people just, you can you could tell people were just sitting down and they were sitting on the floor and kind of just, you know, soaking it all in. And it was, it was, it was beautiful. I just decided, wow, just wow. And I wouldn't have gone if Belle hadn't made a thing about it where she's just like, I sure would like to go. And I was like, well, then let's go. Look at you culturing yourself. I'm so glad I'm doing it too. That's because I know she doesn't want to go to Paris, but we're going to Paris. She did not like Paris in the least bit, but she's like, I think I might like it with you though. Cause you're more um, optimistic about things. When you going to Paris? Um, after Italy. Okay. When you going to Italy? Probably in the next few years. Actually, okay. definitely in the next few years. Okay. I'm going to the moon in the next few years. Well, I mean, we actually can pay for that. So. I can too, Steve. Oh, I know you can. You're trying to say, trying to say that I can't pay for something? I'm saying yeah. the moon, dude. Come I, on. I fucking know people, Steve. <laughs> you know what you do? You you tend to run into interesting people that you scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've been talking about that too, man. I think uh, I think we're going to have to take a trip really, really soon. I got to get the hell out of here for a while. You really? I just got to dip for a little bit. When's dude? the last time you guys took a, a trip? No event, no concert. You just went to a city to walk around and like, know. oh, wow. It's been a while, bro. You know I've had a rough year, but it's been it's been a You need a to while. get dude, you need to really legitimately get out. Summertime's when I start getting all like envious because stupid Facebook. You see people on these awesome trips. Oh, you know, and, and good for them. No, no, good for them. And I'm not like like hating on them. I'm just saying good for them. Yeah, but you know that's not real life. 
No, no, no. I don't give a shit because I don't believe in Facebook. What, what I'm saying is, is that but they are, in fact, at these places and it just kind of gets in like, oh, man, this is when I should be doing this, you know, and for X, Y and Z reasons, I couldn't. We were actually going to we were supposed to do something this summer. Well, you know the rest, Steve. Well, there are ple- there's places fairly close that you would blow your mind. Like you, you haven't been to Avenue of the Giants yet. Dude, I'm trying to get out of California, like out That's of the states. on the border of uh, Oregon. And I want to get out of the United States. Oh, Mexico. Yeah. That doesn't count. Jesus Christ, doesn't it? It doesn't count. <laughs> I mean, I would take it. Don't get me wrong. But I, I, I'm not thinking just across the border. You know what I mean? I want to go overseas. I want to see the world. Make it a better place. Nah. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I would I would think um, where where is the country you would go to? That because I know for me, if I wanted to go like Italy is going to feel still like I'm on, you know, the earth. Everyone that comes back from like China is like, dude, you're in another. It doesn't even feel like you the same place as Fresno. It doesn't even seem like the same. Like, whereas somewhere like Italy, they're like, we it's beautiful, but you could tell you're in the same. But they're like, you go in the into the like small towns into the forest towns of china it doesn't feel like you're even on the same planet as fresno anymore. not really trying to go to china just yet i, I, Actually, like I think i would china. go to japan okay japan's probably uh, the china, thing. china a little too crowded i think right now still a little phobic you know what i'm saying i get you. i know uh even though i'm going to i'm gonna eventually go to thailand that's not a vacation so i wouldn't count it but i want to go somewhere that it doesn't feel like i'm on the same planet as i'd go to vietnam oh there go i would do vietnam that would be nice sure. uh thailand i would do but i'm thinking probably i mean i know what you mean when you say it like you feel like you're still uh, i don't know how you put it on earth yeah whatever, on the planet is fresno yes no i honestly like my one of my dream trips would be to go to like italy you know greece something like that that would be walk around yeah. little cobblestone areas and like drink cappuccino and little cafes and shit. I remember at, at one point I actually Googled what's the farthest place from where I am right now. And uh, I think it was like Kathmandu. I think that's the furthest I can get away where you're on the opposite end of where you are now. I was like, that would be interesting to be like, I have been as far as I can <laughs> go away from here. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't know what I would do in Kathmandu. Easy, Bob Seger. <laughs> What's that? He has a song called Katmandu. Oh, who'd have thunk? Who would have thought? Right? You like Bob Seger? I didn't say I liked him. I just said he has a song called uh, Katmandu. Hey, do you like Steely Dan? Somewhat. I can't. I appreciate them. I've noticed that. Every time I tell people I'm a fan of Steely Dan, I either get a hush or uh, I've never gotten a, oh, I love, I've, I have not once got that yet. Like there's there's no deep cuts I'm going to talk about with Steely Dan, but I do appreciate. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. What you in the Steely Dan now? I've always been in Steely Dan. What's your jam? I would probably go with a gun. Oh, you're a deep cut guy. Yeah, I like and Booty Cipher. I like Booty Cipher. Yeah. What's the song where they say I love the cocaine? I don't know that. They have a song where they say cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) But I, it definitely sounds like a him thing to do though. That dude's still Mm -hmm. touring. Oh, dude, did you see freaking who McCartney brought on stage? No. Daggone it. Well, no, I still love the concert. But Reese, his last concert of the year at MetLife, um, he brought on Bon Jovi and then The Boss. 
I'd have been cool without the Bon Jovi part, though. I would have liked Bon Jovi. Well, I'm just being a... Okay. Okay. You're you're not big on Bon Jovi. (laughs) I'm not big on 2022 Bon Jovi. Oh, yeah. I heard that, too. That's tough. It's bad, dude. I mean, something was wrong. Something was wrong. uh, No, I just think they're just be. And I'm not, you know, it all it's going to happen to everybody. Uh, But sometimes you you just lose it. But that was I think something was wrong, wrong, like tone deaf wrong. I don't know, man. Yeah, that was rough. It was. I saw him. I had free tickets. I already told the story before, but my friend said, hey, come with me, dude. I have a free ticket. Somebody cancels. Sure, let's go. It was terrible. Like It was really kind of like, you know when you get embarrassed for someone? Oh, yes. That's how I felt at that show the entire time. I'm not trying to be mean or anything. There's a, there's several bands like that now, or singers, I should say. Vince Neil of Motley Crue is one of those people. He's a big joke. Is he really? I mean, not a big joke as a person. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that. <laughs> He's known for his YouTube videos of him just singing terribly. Oh, he doesn't care. Well, I, I doubt he cares. I'm not going to put words At in At this point, he's like, whatever. I get paid to, you guys still pay the ticket. They're on this big ass tour right now. This tour that no one thought was going to happen. I don't know why they wanted it, but it's them and Def Leppard. And uh, who else is it? Poison and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Dude, I would think that each of them alone could sell out an arena. No. No. No, maybe a, you know, Paul Paul Theater Fairground type of Jesus, situation. really? I think Poison could, I mean, Poison could probably pull a tour together and do okay. Selling out? I doubt that. I don't think any of them could sell out. Oh. I don't even think Motley Crue could sell out. You, that maybe. is shocking, dude. Maybe they would. I don't know. But it was, I guess it didn't go very well, though. I mean, I, mean, I, I, I did see some of his singing and it was, I'll say better. But still, well, I think the tough. And thing- then Tommy Lee was only able to play like I think four or five songs because two weeks prior he had broken four ribs. Oh, Thomas! So I got to give it up to him because Tommy's like almost sixty years old now. I would say he probably is sixty, maybe, and he still looks fairly good for his age for considering what he's done to himself. And he played four songs, That's not bad, dude, with four broken ribs, and he played him like Tommy Lee plays. So I got to give him credit on that. See, that's pretty freaking impressive, dude. But then he had, he's like, I'm done. My buddy's going to play the rest. Well, see, the, the tough part is they have to also understand that people that would normally see them, some people are just not comfortable enough yet to be in a crowd like that. That's a big thing. I think if you're going to concerts, you're pretty much over it. That's what I'm saying. So some people like that might be a reason that it's not going as well because people are just like, I'm not there yet. Otherwise, I would. Sure. They're all coming. Yeah, let's pay the tickets and go. But some people are like, uh, do I want to pay the tickets? Am I comfortable? Like now they have one more thing as a barrier to even going to see them. They're like, eh. I know a lot of people that throw obscene amounts of money at Motley Crue when they come to town. And every single time they're terrible. It's so crazy. <laughs> but that's, hey, that's their thing, right? If it makes them happy, why should I just sit here and poo-poo their, their uh, happiness? Well, he, the funny thing about Bruce coming on stage with uh, McCartney is I thought they were booing him. But they're going, Bruce. I've never heard that before. I'm like, why are they booing Bruce Springsteen? And then I was like, oh, are they saying Bruce? I, have, I didn't know that that was a thing you're supposed to do when you go see him. The concert you said was in New Jersey, yes. right? which makes all the sense in the world. Okay, yeah. I understand why Jovi came out. I get it. But I would say, like, I, someone asked me today, because I was telling the story, and they're like, are you a Springsteen fan? I was like, I am a fan of him, not his music. I'm a fan of what he stands for, but I don't like, I'm, I've dealt, I don't like a song of his. Not a song, dude. That's okay. It's sad. I don't judge you. 
I won't judge you. Well, actually, I do like a song that someone else sung. Um, he wrote a song for the same guy that goes Lido, that sings Lido, I think. Boz Skaggs. Yeah, what song do you write for him? I and I actually <laughs> do like that song. Um, hold on. Sorry, pause. Boz Skaggs. Because all of you care what Boz Skaggs wrote. Hey, I do. Oh. I can hear people going, what? What are you doing now? Never mind. Dang, he's written a few songs for him. Never mind. Freaking Bruce. I'm a little salty about concerts, if I'm being honest Why? right now. Something happened, or something didn't happen on Friday. What's that? Dude, I wanted to go to that Taylor Hawkins Memorial concert so bad. Did you hear about oh, that? Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. I sure Yeah, did. there's one that's going to be in London, I think at Wembley. And then there's going to be one at the Kia Stadium in Los Angeles in September. And it's Foo Fighters. With all these special, oh guests. yes, I gotta be honest. the The set or the uh, list in London is a lot better. So, if any of y'all got tickets out there, good on you. I think there was one, but person it's still I pretty good. To see who I forgot which there was because I was reading the list of who was playing. I was like, oh, I would go. I'd want to see them, but I forgot who it was. There's some pretty good people on it, though. I mean, I guess it's going to be like an. I don't know if they're just speaking or if it's like an all star jam or whatever they're doing, but I think it's awesome. And I really tried. And I, I got up early in the morning. Tickets went on sale at 9. They usually go on sale at 10. Yes. So I was up at like 7.30 just on the page. And they're already like, all right, fool, just sit here and wait. So I sat and I waited. And all of a sudden they go, okay, it's coming. Like 8.59. 9 o'clock kicks in. And I was in a queue. And I was like 2,000 people behind 2,000 plus people. It happened the day before when I was trying to do the pre-sale too. So I didn't get them. It was, I was bummed. You were going to do the you one at the I, Kia Forum? I was going to go to London. Yeah, I was going to do the one Dude, down the way why in, not? in Los Angeles. You said you wanted to leave the country. I do. Yeah, I do. But I mean, not, you know, by September. <laughs> so <laughs> I got some planning to do. But anyway, um, yeah, I wanted to go to that one in Los Angeles and it didn't happen. So I'm just going to put it out there. If anybody hears about someone trying to get rid of tickets for that, please hit me up. I really, really want to go to this thing. All right, let me see what the, really, 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 what the really. LA lineup is. Sometimes I find myself, I, stop, I haven't done a Sal video in over a week since we last talked, Steve, but I, I find myself talking that way sometimes when I'm not paying that's, attention. That'll happen. Oh. Just right now, I went really, really. <laughs> that's just the not mine. <laughs> um, I think the only person I wanted to see was, who the crap? Did, oh, Alanis Morissette. Ah. I'm not big on anybody else. It's a touchy subject, Steve. Why? You wanting to go see Alanis Morissette. I'm a little touchy still. I'm still a little, little bitter about that one. Why? What happened? Please refer to episode 160, y'all. I'll leave it at that. Oh, you're moment. talking about a concert? It was not a proud moment. Gee, <laughs> you're talking about a, a concert? Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. No, I wouldn't see a concert. But she's the only one in that crew that I... Miley Cyrus, I'm not interested in. No, I wasn't. In, who, who, read them to me. Chris Cheney. Okay, Chris Cheney is the bass player for Jane's Addiction. Cool. I've seen him several times. He's a good bass player, but okay. Cool. Stuart I'm Copeland. With so far. That's, come on. You know who Stuart Copeland is, right? From uh, the, police, the Police, right? No, yeah. not interesting. One of my all-time favorite drummers. I would be happy to see him play. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. Omar Hakim would be fun to see play. He played with Michael Jackson. Uh, Joshua Holm. Homie. Who is that? Queens of the Stone Age. Don't know. The jo- He's good. Joan Jett. You see yeah, Joan Jett. I, I wouldn't see Joan Jett. No, I, you know what? I, I like Joan Jett. I mean, I wouldn't go like pay to see her by herself now, yeah. but I dig Joan Jett. Getty Lee, I love I love his bass playing. 
And Alex Lifeson, I think. Yeah. Also. Alex Lifeson. Yeah. Brian May. From Rush. Which one? Who? Brian May. Brian May. Come on, see? That'd be cool. <laughs> it would be kind of cool. <laughs> but it not Mark Ronson, it's not enough for me to pay. Cause I'd have to wait for these people to do their thing, dude. Gene Simmons, huh? Nikki Six, the best name in rock. Nikki Six is cool as shit. I like him. Chad Smith. He still looks good when he's rocking out, too. I'm going to give it up to, to Nikki Six. Ow, son of a bitch. I'm so sorry. It's your <laughs> that shoulder. Was my shoulder. Yeah. yeah, I apologize. Holy shit. Uh, Woo. Okay, Chad anyway. Smith. Uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers drummer. Yep, Luke Spiller. Also, uh, Taylor Hawkins was chad smith's kid's godfather oh no yeah i thought i wouldn't share that that's with sad them. it is um sad. luke spiller i'm not familiar roger taylor uh-huh still not enough rufus taylor i don't know who Ru- i have to imagine they're related i'm not familiar with rufus hmm. uh maybe rufus is roger's ne'er-do-well brother that might be you know what i know i love the stuff he did with shaka though mom i want to go to England to give tribute to Taylor. I like the water. Well, you can't if you don't take your brother Rufus. But mom, <laughs> I'm an old ass man. Take your brother Rufus. <laughs> I like can't that. wait to join you. <laughs> I like that. Oh, God. Rufus. Classic Rufus. Who else? John Theodore. Ooh, shit. Really? They must have added that one. Oh, God damn it. Now I'm mad all over again. Who is that? John Theodore is the uh, original drummer of the Mars Volta. And oh. he's played with, I think, Queens. He is, dude, look up John Theodore. I know who. Re- not right now. I, 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 I know who replaced him. Yeah, I know. But he's check out John Theodore. He, I, that guy doesn't hold it. He's great. Don't get me wrong. You don't hold a candle to John Theodore. I, I have Holy to. Holy shit. I, I, I don't. I, uh, it's almost unfathomable. They're, they're both so good. John Theodore is amazing. Uh, Wolfgang von Halen. Hey. Good for him. <laughs> Brad Wilk. He is the bass player for Rage Against Machine. Pat Wilson. Pat Wilson. Who's Pat Wilson? I have no idea. That one sounds like I should know it. Pat Wilson. Uh, he's an Australian uh, ghost. Uh, I don't know. Go. Go set. I don't think it's the same guy. A band called Go Set. Huh. I've never heard of him. Maybe it is. Maybe he's a know. friend. Um, oh, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Patrick Wilson, I believe, is from Weezer. Oh. Yeah, I think he's the guy from Weezer. And he says, and a, that makes more sense. I don't know who Chevy Metal is. Chevy, Chevy, Chevy Metal. God damn it, Steve. You're breaking my Chevy heart metal? over here. I don't know who Chevy, Chevy Metal was. Chevy Metal was Taylor Hawkins' cover band. Oh, poor. And they would put on shows that were amazing. Like, again, check out Chevy Metal on YouTube. I, they were incredible. I feel sorry. It's going to be so sad. And they added. It is. They just added pink and. Oh, that's cool. Pink and someone else they added to the news, uh, the new set. I've never, ever had an issue seeing pink live do anything like she's really oh, she's good. Fantastic. live. Whatever she does. She's fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm very. Yeah, it sounds like that would be a fantastic show. And, and unfortunately, I can't make it bummed out. Oh, they added Chris Novoselic, John Paul Jones and uh, pink. Okay, that's cool. John Paul <laughs> Jones, like, that's, eh. a, that's a good one. No, John Paul Jones, dude. That's You know who John Paul Jones is? No. He is the bass player for Led Zeppelin, first and foremost. But then he was also in a band with Josh Homme that we talked about a second ago, and Dave Grohl, and they were called these crooked, or Them Crooked Vultures. 
Huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, sir. Now, do you, how do you like the idea of Nandy Bushel being the drummer for for the foreseeable future? I think it's super cool, and I was actually hoping she was going to show up in L.A. I love that kid. Oh well, now, yeah, she is showing up in L.A. I think you're making that nope, up. Nope. It says John Paul Jones, Pink, in. Nandy Bushel, and many more have been added to the lineup for fourth. Good for yeah. her, man. But it's just, I'm, it's a bummer. I mean, I'm not bumming out that I don't get to see Nandy Bushel, but I think that's so cool. She's just this charming kid that can play the shit out of her drums, and you know. Rock stars have taken to her and they're helping her out. It's awesome. That's beautiful, man. I mean, how old she's, she's a youngin too. I think she's 12, maybe dude. She's going to be a star. I think Lenny Kravitz sent her a guitar. And then I want to say Taylor Hawkins gave her something. And then she actually, the last time that the Foo Fighters were in town in, uh, what was it? Where's, where's the Kia? LA. Inglewood or is it, uh, it doesn't matter. But anyway, the last time they were playing in LA, uh, she came out and she did Everlong with them. I just think that's really cool that she's that popular that she gets to do these. She's things so just legitimately there. really good. Yeah, she's a she's good a charming pocket kid that has drummer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And her, her family's a bunch of musicians too. So that probably uh, didn't hurt. Yeah. Okay. But, but that's going to be fun. I, know, I might just have to sneak in like Mentos style. Dude, you might be able to still, I mean, have you gone to what, what's those scalper websites? StubHub had nothing. <laughs> I went to one site, G. eBay. Here, I have a picture of it. There was another site I went to, but they were, this is pretty much comparable. Uh, just to be accurate on my pricing. Taylor Hawkins tribute concert, four seated tickets. Take a guess. I'm going to go $400. $4,000. Oh, hell no. Exactly. Not a chance. Are you out of your exactly. freaking mind? And I don't think it, maybe someone will buy that. And if they do, cool, you got a lot of money. But I just think that's so fucked up. I hate scalpers, man, because it's like people want to go and pay their respects. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm just like angry on the show for some reason, but I, there's a lot of things that are bugging me. But I hate it when scalpers do that because, you know, people, there's actual fans that want to go there and, and experience that. It's a little bit of closure for them, you know, and, and, uh, and you know, Taylor Hawkins and Foo Fighters, they're just that kind of accessible band. And, and I know I'm not the only person that thinks this, but, you know, me being one of those people, I wanted to go and pay my respects and watch this. I mean, it's already a final version of the Foo Fighters, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to get to have that celebration of Taylor Hawkins life well, and gone because someone some fucking guy had a bot. Oh, no question. And also radio stations. They buy yeah, so many of those tickets. Yeah. So. You're right. Maybe as it gets closer, but I have a feeling these tickets are going to be so expensive that I'm going to be like, nah, it's not. Well, there's a lot. I mean, they got, they're assuming people that love Taylor and these are some big names that you're going to be able to know. And Wilson's going to be there too. You know who Ann Wilson is? From Heart? Heart. Yeah. Ah. (laughs) What? Okay. Fuck you, Steve. That's the only time I'm going to say it. I I, I I love her voice, but it's not enough for me to pay even $400. Okay. That makes more sense, but you don't put... Ann Wilson and eh in the same sense. I have to when we're talking about the ticket prices at four thousand dollars. That's different. That's different. No, I'm just saying. I, I, you, you came at me. Oh no, no, no. I think she can. I think she can. I I retract my fucking. She can. Sorry, I should have never said it in the first place. Do you think she like has one of the best voices ever? I think she had one of the best voices. I'm saying in her heyday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's she's yeah, dude. All right. Ann Wilson, a huge Ann Wilson fan. Cool. Huge heart fan. Oh, I'm yeah. I can't say I've only I only know the obvious song. Alone, pretty much, or uh, uh, oh god, it was the 80s heart, which I wasn't really crazy about. That's the only ones I know, never, right? Was it never? I don't think I know, never. I think, a- hey, baby, I'm talking to you, yeah, it was pretty bad. 
but yeah, she she has a great she, and then her uh her tribute to who did she do a tribute to that blew? I think it was I think it was Paul Mc- Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven. There it is. I was very mm-hmm. impressed. Just yeah. like she's played with Alice in Chains. She on had her a old really stuff. good voice, man. Yeah, and she's one of those Seattle people. If you take people out of their element, like I uh, like um. Uh, Steven Tyler, he did a fantastic job doing Beatles cover because he's not doing his thing. I'm like, oh, he just does his thing when he's doing Aerosmith. Like he could actually legitimately like carry a tune. Oh, yeah. Can't say he's a bad singer. No. Never said that. I never. I'm not an Aerosmith fan, but I, he's not a bad singer so at all. I would he's a great singer. definitely pay money to see Aerosmith now. Okay. I've always wanted to see Aerosmith. I just never had the. I think you would like him. Oh, because I know so many other songs. If they yeah, do love like it at Elevator, I'd, I'd walk off perfectly happy. They're doing that for sure, Steve. I love. I think them. they have a residency in Las Vegas. You can go see them there. You know who else does right now? It's about to start. Who? Sting. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw that. I, right. I, I might. Uh, Belle isn't a big. Like when I was like, hey, Sting. She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, she's not going <laughs> to. She's not. She'll just be like, yeah, I know a few of the songs. I would be the only one liking it. So I wouldn't I wouldn't take Belle. I saw the synchronicity tour for police. How'd you like it? It was awesome because my uncle took me. I was a kid. My uncle took yeah. me to all these awesome shows. And it was really, really, it was really, really, there it is again. Really fucking cool. <laughs> I think I'm trying not to say the F word. And uh, it was awesome. But then I saw him, like, what album was that? Uh, Brand New Day, I think it was. I did we not like saw that the Sting song. tour. Yeah, I didn't either. But it was like going to see Sting. And it was cool. But he does that thing that a lot of artists do where they change the, key, the song. yeah. Oh, so he's like rocks and I'm like, dude, that's well, not, not only it. that. I mean, I get it. Sometimes your voice, you just can't sing as high. I, I'm totally fine yeah. with that. It's, you know, it's unfortunate, but I'm, I'm cool with it because you're doing what you came to do. It's when they change the, the way the song structure is and ugh, I don't like it. Yeah. The funny thing is there's a reason that those crooners like uh, Harry and Frank Sinatra and uh, lesser, 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 lesser buble, um, <laughs> they can sing forever because they only sing low Right into their register. Stevie, I'm shocked Stevie can still do this. When he did Overjoyed in the original key, I just looked at Bell like, do you understand how difficult what he is doing right now is to do at pushing 70? This is crazy. Like, I know um, Paul McCartney has his songs in the same key he used to, but he's having, he had a lot of trouble. But he's still Paul McCartney. Yeah, I I know he's hitting the notes, but they're just coming out Ooh, a little tired sound. Man, huh? yeah, a little raspy. Like when he's like, uh, "You have to give the other fella you can't hell." Fault him though, man. Yeah, he's killing fault. though. He killed that whole concert. So these guys that just can sing forever is amazing. But those crooners, like Frank, was singing and sounding like himself till he died because he sings right low, not trying to strain your voice. Those he cr- sings like he talks. That's it. That's it. And Harry's going to be able to do the same thing. Buble on a lesser, 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 lesser note. He'll be able to do the same thing, too. <laughs> you, you always have to do the lesser, lesser, oh, lesser, yeah, lesser, dude. lesser. Maj loves that guy. Okay, we, we need to have a talk with your boy. Dude, and he loves Frank. Make no mistake. But he thinks he's, you know. Does your son groove to sway with me? What sway with me? Isn't that what it's called? Sway with me. I don't know the fucking song. It's a, it's like his famous song, the Boule. What's his name? Boule. Oh, I've never heard. I've. And the funny thing is, unfortunately, I did end up downloading a Boule song. You are so funny because I didn't know it was all him. All this harsh judgment, and you go, but I've never heard I, him, dude. It sucks because I, I was in um Walgreens. You know what I'm hearing, people. Walgreens, uh-huh. and I was like, eh, what song is this? 
And I, and I found out it was Buble, but it was such a cute little song that I'm like, okay, his big band stuff never will I download because I just don't believe he has any business in big band. I think he should just do pop and his pop songs are, Hey, have fun, but don't step into the ring with Frank and Harry. Just don't or count Basie or Duke Ellington. Just chill, chill out, man. Sit on the sidelines. Karaoke Sinatra. That's what, you know, it's I'm going to leave. I'm a hater today. Jesus. Even I'm like disgusted with myself right now. You shouldn't be. You're in pain. Yeah, I guess. You know, I'm back at it again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, real quick. You know what? We've been rambling for a while, but there is one thing that you probably built up too much in my head, but now I have to know. Apparently there's a new, uh, you have some new clothing or something. Oh yeah. I I made you stop because you were building it up. I said, you know, this sounds like we might need to save this. And I'm hoping that's the case. Okay. So, I've been Pinteresting new styles, right? You are so tough. I try. Toughest guy on earth, right? What there. am I gonna do? So I, you know, I Google black men fashion and uh many a possibilities, you know, come up. And Belle's like, okay, I know your style. Let's do this thing. And so she's been, I've been getting rid of old clothes. I can't fit most of it anyway. So I toss them, toss them, toss them. And I need a new wardrobe. And so Belle has been doing a lot of a lot of the picking. And so I'm l- walking around. The only thing missing on one of my uh, one of my outfits is the sweater tied around the neck. Mm. That's the only thing. When I look in the mirror, I'm like, "Oh no! All I need is dun 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 dun." dun you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's not that doing, bad. Steve? It's not that bad. But um, it looks good. Like if you saw me, you'd be like, "Actually, you look really good right now." I do look good, but I, 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 so modest it, but it, I was shocked. Cause when I saw it on the, the bed, I was like, Oh, but Belle was like, trust. Have I ever given you like wrong clothes before? And I'm like, yeah, you're right. And I put it, I was like, Oh, I look good. It's just now I have to find the, you know, you have to put on the, the low Adidas and man, white Adidas. I don't want to just wear those. I'm aware everywhere dude especially the crease i have to be very careful where i'm walking it's it's uh it's idiotic to wear them steve <laughs> i don't even know if i'll ever wear them ever again it's stupid it's fucking stupid i'm gonna buy a pair of shoes that i gotta fucking put bubble wrap in but heck how fucking cool i look that's the most ridiculous shit maybe that's just me getting older that is so fucking dumb i don't get it you, you dude by the way jacks jacks on uh, uh uh sons of anarchy Guy white shoes riding bikes. What's he doing? Dude, that's you which makes it even more fake. You know that dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That was the fakest thing about that show, actually. Doesn't he have an accent? Well, he has his regular accent. You mean in the show? Like in real life. Yeah, he's I forget where he's from. That's crazy to me. Yeah. But you can hear it. You can hear it coming out sometimes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I Especially love that like in show. seasons four and five. I really like that show a lot. But um yeah, I got to be careful because she's like, it has to be, you know, white shoes. And I'm like, you know me. And she's like, well, who cares if somebody still, who cares? I'm like, I do. I do. And so I got to figure out how I'm going to walk around and let people know if you step on my shoes, I'm stepping on you. Adam's apple. It's ridiculous. I own a pair. And that's why I'm saying it. it is the most idiotic thing to do to buy white shoes and not be able to like, it's just crazy. I walk differently when I have them. You on. should. <laughs> like my like <laughs> my knees going all high and shit. You got to be careful, dude. They, <laughs> I don't want to scuff anything. It's and your shoes were nice, man. That I saw, bro. I grew up with Vans. I fuck shit up in my shoes. I do like now, Vans, dude. But now, 
Uh, this Adidas thing? I don't know, man. I used to just. I don't think it's for me. I used to destroy shoes because of the skateboarding. Whenever you did an ollie, you had to drag your foot up the board, and my shoes would be destroyed, man. Yeah, I used to wear like back in the day. I was wearing like uh, sneakers, like simples were popular for a I've while. I've never heard of that. Um, should I even own some Steve Madden's back in the day? Those are not bad sneakers. No, they were dope back yeah, then. Yeah, they were uh, really good. Vans and then Nike. And then I said, Look you know what? I'm going to try to get some Adidas this time. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to flip. I'm just going to flip shit up a little bit. Let me go with the most ridiculous shoe possible. Yep. Bad purchase, man. Will you stop it? I'm just saying. I, for me, it was a bad purchase. I think it was a perfectly good purchase. And you just have to be careful where you walk. But, you know, I've also spent more on dumb shit. That went away. Like I still have the shoes. Still got the egg too. Yeah, that wasn't. Well, I hate my egg. I mean, bro. you don't really. Do you use that often? You know, you don't know me. You don't know my struggle. <laughs> I don't think bro. you're Stop using me. it a lot. You don't, you don't know. I mean, I don't even think you pick up the talking l- out the side of your neck. I don't neck think you right could now, pick bro. up the lid with that shoulder, G. That might be a problem. Exactly. <laughs> I have been avoiding it, but. <laughs> <laughs> It's just going to be casted up trying to freaking oh. make salmon. So fucking cranky. So fucking cranky. <laughs> Let me, okay, so what's next? You're going to start wearing like high shorts with uh, loafers and no socks? You're going to start wearing ankle uh, pants that are high on your ankle with no socks and some loafers? Bro, it's funny you should oh, say that. No, 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 no. It's funny you should say that. I've been looking at black folks, you know, cool 40-year-old hip fashion. Mm-hmm. It's happening, bro. I'm gonna be walking around styling and meanwhile, I already I have to unfortunately I gotta go get fitted for a suit because every man should have a suit. So I'm going Episode to Episode 192 was when Dan went, I don't know this cat anymore. <laughs> you don't have a suit, a tailored suit. The fuck I'm gonna wear a suit, Steve. Dinner parties. What the what fucking dinner parties am I going to? That's true. I what dinner parties are you going to? I went to, to game night. And I was but then again, it sounds like you're gonna be going to some dinner parties where you're dressing with your no socks and your sandals. Dude, and I shit. went to a Remember the game night? I was I looked good, man. I was in good fashion. I was like, you know what? This is all Bell because they all were like, "Dang, this brother is going to theater now, art exhibits, dinner parties, getting suit, not wearing socks. What the fuck's going on? I'm becoming, I'm styling a meanwhileology. I am mm. styling uns meanwhile. <laughs> I don't. And also after that picture. Looking on Pinterest and shit. I don't know what's going on, bro. Dude, that picture changed the game, too. I'm like, I will. Ne- I threw those clothes away. I'm like, I'm never going to be caught looking like a herb again. You ain't caught, I got some new workout clothes, so I could be styling there, too. Hmm. You, ain't, you ain't catching me herbing. I never see you. How am I going to catch you? And I, funny thing is, I was looking nice. I ran into two people I knew at the gym. I was like, see? You see this? They were like, hey, Steve. I was like, yeah. Notice how I'm styling a meanwhile. <laughs> All right. Great start. Let's, you know what? There's a one way that people can get fashion tips from me personally. Take, take your socks off and put on some loafers, okay? I'll, I'll handle this. Hi, everyone. My name is Dan Ramirez, and you're listening to Heroes of Noise, episode 192. I've been in better moods. But anyway, let's proceed. If you want to get a hold of this show, and I recommend you do, hit us up at Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. That is Heroes of Noise Podcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, 
You can see me there, too. You can see Steve there, too. You can see us there, too, because that's how it works. And it's at Heroes of Noise. You can reach me at Dan Q Public and Steve at SE underscore Hudson Music. Go to www.heroesofnoise.com. Check out the show. Check out our friend shows. Maybe buy some shit. I don't know. Get into, Have an adventure over there. I don't really care what you do, but check it out because it's there, and you should. Leave us a voicemail. That's something else you can do. And then if you haven't really figured out this whole podcast situation yet, you can go to pretty much anywhere and type in Heroes of Noise, and your boys are going to be there for you. That said, I'm done. Back to Steve and his loafers. Dan, since you've been hurt, I'm sure that you've had a lot of chances to watch a lot of cool things, Dan. No, that's a great segue. You I'm like kidding, that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. You know, the weird part is, bro, is that I haven't really watched a lot. Of, you know, I've been doing a lot of, like, uh, uh, not necessarily rewatches, but just following up with the current shows that I'm you know, like Ms. Marvel uh-huh. and uh, Obi-Wan and uh, what else we got here? The Boys. We got a little For All Mankind. There's just things that I've been keeping up on, but I have seen a couple of things. And I think you've seen maybe two of the things that I've seen this week. Hit me up. First thing I saw, Steve, and I'm, I'm on episode four, and, well, five, sorry. I'm on episode five. And I think you talked about this. Maybe you didn't. Uh, let's talk about The Baby. Oh, I didn't. I have Max. not seen that. No. You haven't seen no, the baby, uh-uh. bro. Okay. I don't know. If I, I really can't know. wait. I, to, no, no, no. You got to s- tell me. All right. Sell me on <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, I'm not going to like, yeah, shortchange people. So 38 year old Natasha is furious that her closest friends are all having babies. When she suddenly finds herself with a baby of her own, her life dramatically implodes and twists itself into a bizarre horror show. Uh, it is created by Lucy Gamer, Cyan Robbins Grace, and it stars Albie Hills, Arthur Hills. I don't know if there's relation or not. And Michelle DeSuarte. All right. It's on HBO Max. I think there's eight episodes, 10 episodes possibly, because, you know, I'm only on five. And I got to tell you, this show's great so far, Steve. But at episode five, it takes a really crazy turn. When you get there, you're like, oh, okay, now. All right. This and this is totally Steve.com, by the way. I don't know. I'm I'm really surprised you haven't watched this yet. But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. This is it's this, you know, this this woman that she's used to having all her friends around her and everything. And the next thing you know, they're starting to wear loafers with no socks and shit like that. So she's feeling a little bit left out, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Having babies and such. So, you know, because she's just not a kid. She's not a, a baby-friendly person. She digs it, but she's more annoyed with the babies because they're taking her away from her friends. It's that kind of a relationship. So it starts off, the show starts off with a, it's like a cold open, and there's this woman that's running. Uh, she's running from a couple of people, and there's also a baby that uh, is is there too, and what happens is this woman meets a, an early, like a really violent fate. Yes. Okay. And the baby should have done the same thing. It has to do with falling off of a cliff, a really high cliff. Ooh, Clapton so a little there, bit late. Huh? Like a lar- Like I'm trying to think. Do you remember that cliff in the movie Old? Yes. Remember how high that shit was? I do. Think something like that. But at the bottom of this this cliff is this little shack. So wackiness and Susan, this woman finds herself at said shack. And she comes out and all of a sudden you just hear it because, you know, it's, it's uh, everything's tying together. And all of a sudden you just hear thud and it's the woman that fell. She looks up and she catches it. She sees this baby falling and she catches the baby from that point on what goes. I'm not going to like completely break this thing down, but ever since she's had this baby, people are starting to drop like flies. Hmm. And many and many people have she finds out later on that many people have encountered this baby. This baby doesn't age. And it's been. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's traveled its course. It has uh, done some destruction and usually whoever ends up with this child ends up meeting their fate. For some reason though, this woman is not everyone else around her is crumbling, <laughs> but for some reason she's just doing fine. And she tries to get rid of this kid and the kid just keeps finding its way back. And 
the kid is just, I mean, dude, it's literally just a cute baby, but somehow they make this baby so creepy with what the storytelling that they're doing. And it's pretty fantastic. I love it. You lo- uh, do you, are you comfortable enough right now to give it a rating or are you going to wait till you finish? Make sure it um, lands. I can't really see how it will fail. It would have to be something really ridiculous. But just, you know, being that I'm only five episodes in and not even all the way through the fifth episode. Uh, yeah, I will give it a solid 3.5 falling children. Oh, nice. It's worth a watch, G. It's worth a watch. Honestly, I'm really surprised that you haven't checked it out yet. It seems like it's something that you would have. Just it, no, it was on my list. I just didn't. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to it yet. Yeah. And I won't say too much because you haven't seen it, but. I mean, it's not like there's a ton of spoilers there. It's just, you know, the cool things happen. Yes. I don't want to blow those for you. Absolutely. So, but yeah, I, I totally recommend you check out the baby. I think you're going to enjoy the shit out of it. I'm in. I'm in. I don't know any of the I don't know any of the stars. I don't think. No, it's a British show. Okay. I wasn't familiar with any of them. There's just one season. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out they're on episode eight right now. And I don't know if that's the last one or not. Yeah, there's eight episodes. So it's already you could watch it all the way through. You just binge it. <laughs> I'm in. I think you'll like it, man. Done deal. What else you got? All right. Uh, what else did I watch? So uh, sticking with HBO Max, I told you earlier in the year, Steve, I'm trying to, and sometimes it's not great, <laughs> but some, I'm trying to watch more romantic comedies, uh, get in touch with my, my sensitive side. Okay. So I'll start off with the one that it's a remake. It just dropped on HBO Max. Let me just click it up and I'll give you the, the whole spiel. It is Father of the Bride, the remake, 2022. A father's coming to grips with his daughter's upcoming wedding through the prism of multiple relationships with big, sprawling Cuban-American clan. American clan, I apologize. Uh, directed by Gary Alazakri, I think it is, and written by Matt Lopez and Edward Streeter. And this stars Andy Garcia, Gloria Estefan. Come on, shake your body, baby, do the conga, wow. Gloria Estefan. And uh, who else is in this one here? Uh, it's actually a pretty good cast. You have uh, Adria Arjona, she's Sophia. Uh, what is she in? I think she might be a Fast and Furious. She's a very, very pretty woman. Okay. She's been in Pacific Rim. She's uh, trying to think of some of her other credits that she's been in here. Like, I feel like I just saw her recently. Sweet girl. Oh, she was in Morbius. That's where I saw her. Okay. Unfortunately, she was in Morbius. Morbius, huh? Still, yeah. Morbius. <laughs> sure. I'm telling you, you tell me about it. <laughs> someone has, like, someone has to have said that already, right? I think it's really good. No, well, they're going to save that one for the sequel. Oh, oh, you know I like it because there's no right when I said it, I'm like, dude, someone on Twitter has to have said that already. Are you ready for more BS? Morbius <laughs> part two coming to theaters. That's pretty good, Steve. I like it. That's good. I like it. I'm going to say that I was here when you created that. Therefore, I created. <laughs> yeah, it. you did. You were a partial creator. Yeah, we, we, we had a fun. We had a fun time. Also, this movie has Isabella Merced. I've talked about her several times over the past few weeks because she was originally supposed to be America Chavez. Oh, in the Doctor Strange yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. Yeah, uh, if you look at the uh, concept art for Spider-Man Strange New World, which she was supposed to be in originally first, uh, it's actually Isabella Merced. But she's been in, I I feel like you've seen this girl, man. I I just feel like you've seen something that she's in. The most recent thing that I had seen her in, I didn't even actually see her. I just saw that she was in it, was that Dora the Explorer movie. But then she was in Instant Family. You didn't see that one with Mark Wahlberg? No. She was in Sicario, Day of uh, Soldado. Oh, I did see that. She was in Transformers the last night. I didn't see the trans. I didn't really do the Michael Bay situation there. But anyway, she's just this rising star, dude. She's also a singer. Beautiful girl. I don't know. She's probably like 21 years old or something like that. But she's just a real talent. And whenever she's on screen, she eats the screen up. Uh, and this one, she has a lesser part. She's playing the sister of the bride. But uh, the father's played by Andy Garcia. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a father of bride. Have you, have you seen the original father of the bride? I love that movie. 
or maybe the remake, the the second re- what was it? This, this is the second remake, I believe. The, I, I've I've only seen the one with Steve Martin. Steve Martin, beautiful movie, right? Beautiful, Gus. Yeah, this is not it, Steve. This is not it. It's a spin on it. So I always kind of take those with a grain of salt. Do you know what I mean? It's like the groundwork's already been laid. I'm not hating. It's on almost the movie. like why not just call it something else? Yeah, exactly. In a sense, you really could have because they do take a spin on it. It's different. You know, uh, Andy Garcia is this very, very rich man. He was, I believe, he was an architect. And he's very controlling of the family. He's the patriarch. And he and Gloria Stefan are now estranged. They're together. Yes. But they're, they're pondering divorce just because they don't, they don't gel together anymore. Just so happens that the, the daughter is coming back. Both daughters are coming back to visit. And they're going to break the news to them. And they find out during dinner that the daughter's getting married. So, you know, they can't, they can't ruin that for her. So then wackiness ensues. Of course. Basically. And it's not wacky, actually. It's it's a charming movie. It's just a, I don't know, maybe it's the old school. I mean, you can't really beat Steve Martin. I will take Steve Martin version every day of the week. But it's watchable. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was, you know, I, I didn't find myself getting bored or anything like that. But it was just kind of a serviceable movie. I recommend the Steve Martin version. But of still, course. if you want to watch this one, it's not bad. I will go ahead and give it a, I'll give it a 2.75 out of 5 wedding planners. Because I can't think of anything right now. So it's Steve. a right down the middle. It's right down the middle. Yeah, it's it. fine. I'll take it. And, and I, you know, I won't even say it's fine because when we say it's fine, it tends to be a little bit of a diss. It's a charming movie. It's just that it's not Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. That's fair. Obviously. That's fair. You know, it doesn't, or, you know what? That's a dumb statement to say. It doesn't have the charm of the Steve Martin version of the movie. That's what I'm trying to okay. say. Okay. Based on a novel by Edward Streeter. Maybe read the book. Maybe you'll have a laugh. I don't know. But it's on HBO Max. It just dropped on Friday. And I think you, you probably enjoy it if you're looking for Gloria Stefan, how, how is she in the movie? You know, it's weird. I didn't recognize her at first. Like, I didn't see the credits roll is what I'm saying. I just went, oh, she kind of looks like, because, you know, people get older. Of course. So it's like, oh, she kind of looks like Gloria Stefan. And then they show a picture of her from the past. Like, oh, that's definitely Gloria Stefan. She does fine. There's no one in the movie that makes me feel like, ugh, get them off the screen. Uh, outside of like the com, you know, the comedic characters, like the wedding planner or something like that. But it, it's everyone just does it. They do a fine job. It's just one of those movies that's just kind of like right down the line. I, I probably won't watch it again, but I'm not mad that I watched it the first time. That's understandable. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. It's just one of those movies. I don't know. Never watch it again, I imagine. I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt okay. it. And if someone says, hey, what's a great romantic comedy? That version of Father of the Bride is not going to be the first thing that pops into my head. Okay, cool. For the year anyway. For 2022, I'll, I'll have a feeling this movie will be very forgettable by the end of the year. And I know I feel like I'm descending in my, my grading, but I no, I'm going to stay at like a 2.75. Okay. Yeah. Um, what about you, man? Okay. What you got? I will say that one movie, I'm going to trade up. Instead of, uh, I'm going to give another movie that's worth talking about. Okay. This week I watched a movie called I Think We're Alone Now. Have you heard of this okay. movie? No, I've heard of the song, but I have not heard of the movie. All right, so here's the synopsis. The apocalypse proves a blessing in disguise for one lucky recluse until a second survivor arrives with the threat of companionship. Um, it stars Peter Dinklage and Elle Fanning. And what it is is there was a massive apocalypse, right? Just everyone's gone. And Peter Dinklage has gotten used to being by himself. And he kind of digs it. He's like, you know what? This is fine. I'm cleaning out every, like he's cleaning the houses, taking the dead bodies that are just badly decomposed and burying them and cleaning the houses because he believes, hey, if I'm going to be here, 
I might as well make things look decent. And he spruce the place up. A exactly. Bit. And he runs into a, another survivor uh, who got into a car crash. She's in the car and he aids her in back into health. And he's like, okay, now that you're okay, you can go ahead and um, be on your way. And she's like, you just found out there's another survivor and you want me to leave. Aren't you wondering if there's anyone else? Are you okay with you being the only? He's like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. She's like, well, this is silly. And so she kind of just follows him around. And you know how someone kind of wears you down. And that's what it is. It's about this, these two people that are on the earth, assumingly assuming alone together and how this relationship blossoms and, you know, so far and so forth. Obviously, Peter Dinklage is a killer. So uh, you can just watch him act, you know, and Elle Fanning is adorable and you could watch her just act. And then um, not too many spoilers, but my uh, oh, I'm not going to even tell you. Never mind. I'm looking. So I know what you're talking the, about. I mean, you know what, Steve? This movie is from 2018. Still there. Okay. Like, I was shocked to <laughs> see him when he shows up. You're like, oh, well, look here. So um, it's just. Uh, again, you have two people who are just acting. So you're like, oh, I could just watch this. Yeah, they're acting together. They're not. Peter Dinklage takes this dead serious. And also you realize uh, there's a part where he gets bit by a dog and he has to get stitches. And I'm like, oh, crap, that is serious, huh? Like you don't have doctors. So if it gets infected, no one can help you. So you're like, we need to take care of this right now. Because there's, if it gets infected, there. Well, I don't know how to do anything. If if I have to sever the arm, what do I do? And so, does it involve a bottle of alcohol? No, this one is just like I think we can just stitch it up. But you don't have any painkillers, so it's this scene of him poking. Him. Oh God! And you're like, oh, but you know what? You have to do it. You're the last, you know, you know presumingly last people on the face of the planet. And I love how they make the corpses look just disgusting. <laughs> and so that's really cool. Uh, so again, I will give this movie a three out of five um, decomposing mothers. That's gross, Steve. That's real gross. <laughs> that's too many decomposing mothers for me. It was good, man. I, I really enjoyed myself watching this movie. Man, Peter Dinklage is a star, man. God, he can just act. Pretty much everything he's in. Everything Even if it's in. a bad movie, because he's been in some bad movies, but usually he can, his scene will always shine. Dude. And the funny thing is, she wakes up and she's in a room because he's trying to take care of her. She doesn't know where she's at. She's like, where the hell am I? So she bangs on the door. She's like, let me the F out of this freaking room. Let me out. He's like, okay, wait, count to 10 and then you can leave. He thought she was just going to listen to him. Because he's like, I just want to get away and she can open the door. I'll be gone. So she, he's like, all right, ready? Count. She's like, 10. And she opens the door. And he kind of turns around. She's like, oh, you sounded shorter. <laughs> I was listening to the wrong part of the door. <laughs> and he was like, I'm already going to hate you. I already see it. Like, I am already going to hate you. And so, and obviously she's, you know, she bombards him with questions. What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Why are you doing this? Why? And he's just like, Jesus Christ, I was just alone. And now she's like, you're the only other person on the world. And you don't expect me to ask any questions. And I'm like, you know what? She's freaking right. Answer some. How did you survive? Where's your family? What are we the only one? And, and it's just a beautiful thing where it's like, I see how he'd be annoyed. But I also see how if you're 
this girl walking, you know, driving through countries and you find a survivor, you're going to have, you know, questions. All bets are off. You can say whatever the hell you want to say. But he hates it, man. Oh, and I, you know what? I'm on, I get it. Peter Dick, I totally, he's like, she's like, you don't feel alone. He said, I was alone when there was 3,500 people in this town. I felt alone. Now I feel fine. <laughs> but now, hey, welcome to the party, I guess. And so it's it's fun. And it's called, I think we're alone now. I'll check it out, Steve. What, what do you say? What do you say about eventually, that? Which, uh, eventually. Where? Where do I find it? Uh, I think I watched it. Actually, I don't know. I, it wasn't a, it might've been streaming. It was, it literally was like, watch now. And it just started playing. I think it might've been prime, you know, but I would recommend it's, it. Again, I don't know if I'd recommend this to people because it's not happy. And I'm like, you know, in this time, this day and age, happiness would be a watching happy movies are probably better. And this isn't exactly we're we're a little bit too close. We just are going through a pandemic and this is about a pandemic that was successful. It's over. <laughs> it's over. Every like he said one percent of the world survived and most of them ended up dying later on. So it's like, yeah, it, it was a, success, a successful pandemic. So you know, I was buying into the whole, and I still am to some degree of like just watching happy things. But you know what? Huh. It's boring, dude. I like my edgy stuff really? for me personally. Yeah, I'm. I get. I don't need so much happy. Maybe that shows. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I I like my edgy dark shit, and I don't think that'll ever change. Ever? You know, I think it's. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna shuffle it in like a deck of cards and have a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But I don't want to get like. I'm just gonna stop watching movies that are edgy or whatever because there's a lot of good movies like that. You know, I did. I get that because I don't watch super duper happy movies either. But I, I, I could tell you that it's been put into my rotation a lot more than it was in the past. A lot. Yeah, I mean, more. if you need it, I get it. Yeah, it's just. But Gail's the same way, and I'll put something on, and she doesn't want to watch it because oh, this is too suspenseful, or this is whatever. And there's shit I want to see. I've been trying to get to see Emergency for a couple weeks now it's too, but it's like tense, we've just bro. been with each other and she does not want to watch it's it it's very tense man we have another television but i just hate watching tv in that room i get it so i get I, it. I will get to that at some point so i did watch one more but do you want me to say what we were talking about uh what you were supposed to watch last night do you want me to save that and we save it for some other time or should i just get into it we'll save it for another time because you I, are gonna watch i am it, gonna right? watch it. i did i put in the work yes sir. i'm not i'm not happy it's with not you about i this. don't consider it work because too many people have told me no, it's not. They're I've shocked. Seen this movie so many times. They're like, as many movies have you seen? Yeah, you never. You know saw I'm just. I'm gonna say what it is because I think we should talk about this on like a future Patreon or something like that. Every once in a while, Every I don't even understand how we got on the subject of this movie because uh, it was this was your idea. Yeah, but I don't know where Why it came from. It? We were just talking. Yeah, you said I'm gonna watch this movie. No, went, you cool. said something about crying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that's right. Anyway, um. <laughs> So when I was at the doctor talking to the surgeon, Gail was with me and she tends to get a little protective to where I have to kind of like pat her yes. on. Yes. I, I got, I got this because yes. I'm in the medical field. Like, thank you, but I got it. So my joke was, is that she was trying to get all Shirley MacLaine from terms of endearment. There's a certain scene in that movie. If you've seen it where um, she loses her shit because her daughter is, is uh, in a certain state. I'll just say that. And the reason that I'm kind of keeping it like, like cryptic, even though this movie's from 1982 is we're going to talk about it at some point. 
So it was just a joke. And Steve's like, I haven't seen that movie. And I'm like, no shit. So he said he wanted to watch it. It's a classic. It's got Shirley MacLaine. It's got Deborah Winger. It's got Jack Nicholson. That's it's the got one. Danny DeVito. Yes. It's got, uh, I always remember, forget, God damn it. What is, uh, Jeff Daniels is in it. It's a pretty solid cast, but it is not the, uh, it's 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 a it's a watch. There's a lot. Going I'm on I'm with this. ready. For, and the funny thing is, it just reminds me. Dang, Jeff Daniels has been in the game a long time. G. Yeah, he looks super young in this one, man. That's crazy. Uh, not the most likable character. You gotta he's, have he's, one. His name in the movie is Flap. <laughs> That's fucked up. Who would name their kid Flap? And they say it a lot. That's like the worst thing about that movie is they keep going Flap. But other than that. I, I mean, I know movie. Jack Nicholson's a killer, of course. He's he kills it. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's like one of those movies where I don't have to go. It doesn't matter what I think. It is a etched in stone classic movie, whether or not people like it or not. That's one thing. But it's one of those movies where I think my parents take me to, took me to see it in the theater. Probably couldn't find a babysitter. And then remember back in the day when it was like HBO Cinemax oh, yeah. Showtime and that was it. And when that movie was like. The movie of the month, that shit just played in rotation. Oh, see, there was no on demand back in the day. You just had yeah, to play whatever yeah. HBO's coming up on you. Right. Yes. So this is what threw me about this movie, and I'm gonna leave it at that and we'll talk about it later. Is that I have I don't think I'd ever seen this movie maybe once and probably not all the way through as an adult. I've seen this movie a bunch as a kid. And kids and adults think completely oh, different. No, and kids and adults go through completely different things, life experiences oh, yeah. change. So I will say that when I watched the movie last night, completely different experience. Did you get lit after lip having quivery? like 30 years removed? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just talk about it. And then you can just no, tell me what you think no, we're about. saving it. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I can't wait to see it now, uh, bro. I'm not kidding. I'll just, I, I didn't care because that's the type of movie it is. I mean, it's I mean, of course, everyone know, you know, it's in like that when you know the theme of the song, you've never you theme of the movie. You've never even seen the movie. I know that theme. I'm just going to like read the synopsis for like the the 20 something. The year one like, person the that doesn't know this movie. Yeah. No, there's probably a few that have. They've probably heard it, heard of terms of endearment. But I don't I bet you there's a lot of people that haven't seen this movie. We don't, yeah, I'm going to go hard for it. That's all I'll say. But uh, it basically terms of endearment follows hard to please Aurora played by Shirley MacLaine looking for love and her daughter's family problems. That is just not a great. Hey, I'm description in. of this. I'm movie. in. I will say this and then I'm going to leave it alone. Just stick with it, because at first I have a feeling I was watching. I was trying to watch it through Steve's eyes and I'm like, I could see you going. I don't relate to this. It's not. I would never be in this situation kind of thing. Just promise me you'll oh, stick, I'm with gonna it stick with it because and watch it all the way. Pick, my mom loves the movie. Yeah. John Lithgow's in it. Oh, come on. Uh, it's a really solid cast, man. But there are just some moments. Oh, I can't dude. wait, dude. I legit can't wait. <laughs> I'll tell you my reactions on the Patreon, but uh, it let's just say it hit the mark. And the funny thing is, it, it was it, you could tell that movie theaters or movie companies respected or trusted the minds of their viewers because nowadays you'd never have a movie called terms of endearment on the big screen it has to be way more flashy than that that's too that's much a of name. a wordy and i was like you know we should have movies like that now but no they would probably put it on a streaming service because it's just too the, i mean i can't do what's the last time you heard of a movie with that sort of title just sweeping the nation I don't understand why terms of endearment is like this big thing to grasp. 
It's just it's a, not. It's a, it's a but it's a very normal title to be. It's, but it's, but the thing is, it's way. Too- There's a movie out called Cha Cha Real Smooth right now. I don't even know what the fuck that's about. That terms of endearment makes that's more sense funny. to me than Cha Cha Real Smooth. Like when's what's the last serious movie that's? I don't always Cha Cha, but when I do, it's a real smooth. <laughs> There's not a like serious movie that is almost a sentence long. Except for nope, no, everywhere all the no, that's not like a serious movie. You know, I watched that again just the other night. Hey. And that movie has a lot of heart. I already knew that. I knew how much I liked this movie. It is honestly, I don't know what I'm gonna pick. Is it going to be Top Gun? Is it going to be everything everywhere? I know what it is right so now. far. My two we'll favorite see. movies. Yeah. But it was worth a second watch. Wow. And it, I loved the whole dynamic. I watched it with my daughter. And she uh, like the it? whole dynamic, she loved okay. it. She cried. Aww. She cried. She, the, the mom and daughter. Of course. Got her, you know, there's certain movies will get you, man. But like Michelle Yeoh is so great in it. And it was totally worth a second watch. I caught things that uh, I didn't really catch before. There was a part where I had to go to the restroom. And, you know, that movie, if you step out. Oh, you miss everything. You're like, whoa, what, what's what going happened on? You know, now? So, where are we? Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's just fantastic. Oh, I'm, I'm really happy that on the second watch, it was, it was still as good. I might watch it again. Do it. Do it. A matter of fact, uh, you still have my, I got I'll send you the link. I appreciate that. Yeah. You, there's so many movies on there now. Got X. If you want to watch X, whatever you want. It's all. There I saw there. X. I know. And if you want to watch it again, there it is. You know, it's funny. I have no want to watch. I think, I think now that I know what happens, that's kind of a movie. I'm like, Oh no, I know what happens. Cause nothing really happens until the, end. when I buy movies, I buy movies for like the long haul. Like, okay. it doesn't mean that I'm going to watch it right away again, but it's one of those movies where I know I'll come back to it. Yeah, could I wait, see it on cable? Probably. But I do. there's certain movies that I'm like, you know what, for whatever reason, I'm just gonna that one's it. going in. Yeah, because there's some yeah. horror movies where I can immediately say, I can watch that right now again. That's fantastic. But th- that one, I was like, that was good, man. And I just, I probably will never watch it again, though. I'm interested if I'm going to like it as much on the second watch. N- well, you, the thing is, the surprise, that is such a big twist that no way you will. Yeah, you got a point. That's a I mean, big twist, dude. There's a there's <laughs> such a holy shit yes. moment. That's a massive. And now I'm like, now that I know, hell yeah. no, I'm not gonna like it as much. And there's a scene that's so disturbing that I yeah oh, I don't yeah. think you can get. No, you can still get. It's still disturbing for sure. It's just visually. You disturbing. You know what? I'd but. like it probably as much if I was next to someone who's watching it for the first time. Because then I can yeah. kind of feed off of there, knowing what's right. coming. I'll be like, oh, they're going to love and this. And I still have that experience to have because Gail hasn't seen it yet. Oh, she's going to like it a lot. Or you said so she's I, she's disturbed easily, though. Right? No, I, she will, she'll watch certain ones. That one she's going to watch. Okay, good. What else she's you got? She's actually kind of like uh, toughened up on that. She used to be like, okay, whatever, whatever. She's now always she's like, seemed nah. like a tough person. But now she's like, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to watch that. It's not like she's, I'm afraid of it. She's just like, I would rather watch something else. Go ahead. Well, time is precious. I guess. <laughs> so is Jenkins. <laughs> shout out i love it there it is shout out to precious jenkins stunt man extraordinaire all right we got one more to talk about steven then we can get the hell out of here this is something that i just stumbled upon on hulu it was uh, i like both actors and uh it was just like a the, the main title card or whatever that pops up on hulu and i said i'll give this a shot again keeping with the whole romantic comedy theme i'm gonna keep watching these movies and I said, you know what? This one probably is probably going to be up my alley just because I like the actors. Mm-hmm. And that movie is called The Valet. It's on Hulu. Uh-huh. Let me just pull up the old information real quick here. Now, I don't know how you feel about Samara Weaving, but I'm a big fan of Samara Weaving. There's pretty much, I think the only thing that I really didn't care for her in, and it really wasn't her fault, was that Bill and Ted movie. Oh, okay. Because they just wrote a stupid part for her. Yeah. But it also has Eugenio or Eugenio Derbez. You know who him? plays Antonio Flores. Um, I've seen him. Where did I see him in? He was in Coda. 
Oh, that's right. You said that. That's right. Sure. And I liked him. Okay, in cool, cool. And I see his face all over. There's another something on Apple TV that he does. But uh, I just I just like that guy. Uh, but then Samara Weaving, who I think is fantastic. That's a girl right there. And I just feel like she hasn't. I don't know, man. Ready or not was fucking great. But I feel like there's something bigger coming there's on. There's someone that looks f- very similar to her. I don't really see it anymore. Dude. At first, I would think that she definitely falls into that crew that that resembles Margot Robbie. Dude, it's it's but uncanny. once you once you see her in a few more movies, I personally don't see it anymore. I know, but the thing is, if they they would just go for Margot, that's the thing. Margot's busy, dude. I know, so that's why you're. She hasn't gotten the 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 love she has deserves is because, dude. It's just way too close, man. It's way. It's just like uh, Amy Adams and Isla Fisher. Yeah, it's going to be a, a comparison that's pretty much going to be throughout her. Oh, career. for sure, because they. I don't even know what it is that makes them look so similar, but they do. Anyway, I, like I said, the more I see it, I don't like. I see her rather. I don't see it anymore. Yeah. But at first, I'm like, oh shit, is that? I had to think about it for a second. But their noses are different. Um, she has like a more of an upturned nose. Okay, but uh, anyway. So I asked you to watch this movie. A uh, movie star enlists a parking valet at a Beverly Hills restaurant to pose as her lover to cover for her relationship with a married man. And this is directed by Richard Wong, written by Bob Fisher, Bob Green, excuse me, Rob Greenberg, and Francis Weber. I think it's Weber, Steve. What'd you think? You want me to go first? Should I? May, should I go first? Yes. Is this going to be one of those? No, I just think you should go first. Going up now, we're going <laughs> no, back down. I, think you I feel like that's first. how it's going. Already. Okay. All right, I'll sure. Okay. okay, I'll humor you. So uh, I will say that I actually really like this movie. Uh-huh. I, again, I it, it it I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I liked it. In fact, and it's what it is is that there's this valet, this valet worker that uh, he he just he's at the wrong place. It's this movie's totally formulaic, by the way. But he's he's uh, at the wrong place at the wrong time. There's this actress who is having an affair with this other guy who's kind of high profile and. And something, a bike accident happens and all three of them end up in this paparazzi shot. And then it becomes a matter of cover up. So what she does is she enlists this, this valet guy to show up with her at like award ceremonies and things like that and pretend he's her boyfriend. So that way she can take the heat off of herself and her lover. That's the premise of the story. And of course, you know, Steve, if you get to know somebody long enough, magical things happen. <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So like there's this this definitely has like that that formula where it's just like, OK, your standard one. Oh, you know, like this is uh, this is romantic comedy one oh one kind of thing. I don't know why, but I found it really charming. I found him charming more so than her because I know a person that is like that. It's like, you know, he's from Mexico. He's not really embracing any of the American culture. He has all Mexican friends for the most part. And he's kind of invisible because he's a valet. So his world is very, it's just, it's work. It's his family. That's it. And he's kind of a fish out of water otherwise. And it's really that performance right there that really kind of did it for me was his, his, he just, he charmed me as the movie went on, he became more and more charming. And of course their relationship, you know, I, I like the way that they, they kind of found each other and how she sort of found, you know, it's one of those things like she's kind of hard. She's from, she's a, not hard, but she's a, a Hollywood star. So she has certain demands yes. and certain expectations and things that she wouldn't, you know, and there's places she would never go and people she would never hang out with. And of course, because again, Steve, you know, if you just meet that right person, sometimes things happen and people change. Uh I'm making it sound like it's going one particular way, but I'm happy to say that it actually ended up in a different way. And I I was sort of pleased about that. I'll stop there. What did you think? No, you got to give it a rating. I don't have to do anything. Come on, Dan. 
Um, I'm not going to go crazy with it. I'll go ahead and give it a, uh, give it like a 2.85, 2.85, maybe a three. Can I give it a three? No, I'm going to go 2.85 out of five. Uh, I don't know, man. Cases of mistaken identity, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I, don't know. I must preface this review with saying there was another movie I wanted to watch. But I, it was my fault because I did not listen to Dan. He, he said that, oh, no, watch that other movie. And he didn't even say, but I, in my brain, I'm like, I guess I have to watch this movie instead of the other movie that, you know, my mom had said it was good and all them. Like, here we go. And so I'm already not. I'm sorry that I put you through hell. You stuff. didn't, though. You, you, it was my fault. So I, I, Dan had been talking about this movie. So I turned it on and immediately, dude, I'm like, here we go. Am I going to be able to write this movie? Am I going to be able to write this movie? And then all of a sudden, I find myself smiling. <laughs> I find myself laughing at certain parts. And I'm like, oh, no. It got me. And I'm telling you right now, I could write the movie. Yes. But there were certain parts that I'm like, I couldn't have written that. Yeah, it's, it's what you've seen. Correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. It's what people have seen. They've seen this movie a thousand a million times. times. <laughs> it's the twist that they put into it. There you go. Ah, Even the, I, the detectives, what they did with them, I think they did with them, unless yeah. I'm wrong. And I think I think I know what you're saying. Yeah. And I got the and I said, this is just beautiful. And there's romance everywhere. And I was just like, okay, well, so I'm watching this movie. And number one, the billionaire, brand new douche face of the year. No question. Oh god. It's over with. He is, and he's whoever that guy is, get him in a sitcom yesterday. He is in a sitcom, Steve. What is he? He was in New Girl. Oh, Jesus. I hate that. Max show. Greenfield from New I Girl. can't stand that. Um, he does not have a face I hate, but I hated him in this movie. He's so good. He's so yeah. funny. And his like the way his like uh his his physical comedy. I hated him with a smile. Yes, his physical comedy is so funny. Like I could see if they like say they decided this is such a mind you, I don't think he's this good, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad if they're like, hey, we're redoing the jerk starring this guy. I'd be like, oh, I could see it. I could see him being that bumbling for sure. No question. He struck me as that guy. Like the way he'd talk on the phone that he'd hang up and be all mad. I'm like, oh, he's so funny. I could just watch him. Um, there's a little twist they put with the his partner. There's an interaction where he, that him and the uh, the main guy has it toward the end, where he says something to the effect of, "It's not very often I get to do a good thing in my job." I was like, "Dude, I wouldn't have written this. This is a scene I just wouldn't have written. It's really smart." And um, the the you know the between the valet and 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 weaving, I thought they were gonna go a direction which I would have been kind of grossed out with, but I would have understood because it's the movie. I'll tell you right now, we've seen Tom Cruise have that done. We've seen a bunch of older actors have just do the exact same thing with younger women. We've seen it and we've been okay with it. So I was like, you know what? If it happens like that, it's fine. And they just decided to do a smart thing. And they just went really smart. There's plenty of times where I, it wasn't one of those LOL moments. No, I legitimately just laughed out loud. Like I laughed. There were 
funny part, especially his brother-in-law. That yeah. dude was hilarious, dude. Benny, played by Amory Nolasco. Oh, fantastic, man. He was so funny. And another scene I've seen a million times, Starlet in a family breakfast. Yeah. All mm-hmm. of a sudden, but guess what? It had a bit of a um, Notting Hill. Yes, totally. Like they've used that in Notting Hill. But this was I'm glad you brought that better. up. I liked this, even though Notting Hill, mind you, fantastic movie. I'm glad I watched it. I liked this because they didn't make them dumb down their culture for this girl. No. They did what they did, and they're like, oh, she's like, oh, I don't want to eat. She's like, guess what you're doing? You're taking home leftovers because that's what we do. They were loud and insistent and friendly and loving. You're taking these leftovers. End of discussion. It's happening. Okay. And she's like, well, then, okay. Oh, my God. And I can't even yeah. say the next thing that t- that um, tears were just streaming. There's something that happens where there's a speech given. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. This is terrible. This is just so sad, man. And the it's just, it got me. If people trust me. As much as you think it's going, and you will be able to write a lot of the stuff before it even happens, but I'm telling you right now, you need to smile. The valet is going to do it for you. Even yeah. if you go in terrible like me, it's With going to With all of it. its tropes oh, dude. that it has, dude. it's so charming. This movie is, it's just, it's a feel-good movie. Like I said, dude, I did not think... I just sort of thought I knew what I was getting into. Oh, dude. It's, and I'd heard, I really hadn't heard anything about it. Actually, I've never heard again. it until you. And no matter of fact, I'm fairly sure that I'm going to feel better watching after watching this than what I'm going to be watching. Oh, Lord. Because <laughs> yeah. I did. This was a very sad. There's a very, very, very sad part where this guy nails a speech that I've been to events like this. And that's how the people act. That speech where he's. Oh, my God. But in, but. All in all, it was just such a good... I'm going to give this movie a three... Oh, man. A three out of five walks around MacArthur Park. MacArthur Park. Not the junkie side, though. <laughs> That's so funny. That was, I thought side. he was going to smile. He's like, no, 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 no. Not the junkie. Yeah. Hey, how does that song MacArthur Park go again? Uh, I don't know. You know the song. I know, I know Jurassic Park, the one by yes, uh, but he, yes, exactly. But it's the same thing. Jurassic Park is frightening after dark. Yes, yeah. All, I don't know the song, but you but, know that's you know, the that's the melody. Yeah, and I do want to shift a little bit. And I did say the number two. I am going to go ahead and keep it up to a three. It's, I'm going to move dude, it up to a three because it's just it's just it's fantastic. It's just what I needed to watch yeah. at that particular moment in time. I'm going to watch it again with. I'm going to let Bell see it. Yes. Watch this movie if you have a significant oh, other. Don't want, you know, I get it. For me, it's podcasting stuff, but actually my wife watched it. Uh, but if you have a significant significant other or a buddy that you like to watch those kind of movies with, maybe, you know, your friend or something that comes over, you guys get the popcorn and the ice cream out and all that shit. This is the movie for you. I really think this is something that a lot of people need to see. And I don't know how many people have seen it. <laughs> I loved when it first, the deal was first going through. I love the reaction of his friends are like, what planet are we on? Like, what is happening today? Yeah. Like, and I was like, yeah, that's how they're supposed, they're not supposed to be like, yo, our buddy. No, they're like, what is, what does he have that I don't? Yes. What is trans? What world are we in right now? I like, that's how you would react. 
Yeah, and what sorcery is happening? Bingo! Here? I'm like, see, normally they'd be getting daps to each other. I'm like, no, what they're doing is right. Where they're just like, are we on planet Earth, or yeah. or is this some sort of what's happening? Why did she? He just get picked up by. So I I just really a really fun movie. So I'm glad. Thank you for uh um uh you know telling me to or asking me to watch this movie. I, I de- loved it. I detected a little bit of false tone. You were trying to throw me off, right? Sure there. did. And I was thinking to myself. If he doesn't like this, then I can't pick anything. No, for it's, this is exactly what he talks about. I love feel it. good movies and everything. Um, but the Eugenio Derbez, and I think I'm saying his name correctly. He's just such a good fish out of water character. He really is. An example of that would be like there's a part where he's again he's you know he's paid. I think he wanted to. Oh yeah, that was a really funny part. You got to think about it. these are Hollywood stars, powerful people with ton, millions and millions of oh, dollars, yeah. and they're thinking they're going to have to pay this dude. <laughs> I can't remember what it was for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, someone in the community needed some money to not lose their place. Yes, I believe is yes. what it was, and I think the amount was like twelve thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars. So they're like, hey, you know, we we want to give you this money so you can do this thing. We need you to do this thing for her, you know? So what do you charge? And he goes with $12,850. They're like, they were ready to give him like hundreds of thousands of dollars for this. Uh, There's a part where... That you know, they pay him to go to this award ceremony with her, and he's on the red carpet, and she's just like, "Don't say anything. Just say I'm here to, you know." They, her um, publicist says, "Just say I'm here to support her in her big night yep. or something like that." So someone, you know, of course he gets distracted and he walks off, and someone gets him. They're like, "Oh, oh, what are you wearing? What are you wearing tonight?" And he's like, "It's a tuxedo." <laughs> yep, because that's an like, honest answer. Yeah, it is, but he doesn't know that. So you know, good, they're talking dude. about which designer, and they're like, "But who is it? Who is it? It's mine." My cousin Chucho made it for me. I was fucking dead at that. So dude. Good, I just dude. loved that character of that, just that innocent, charming fish out of water character. He plays so well. I cannot put the two together, and one of them is way more crazier than the other, like way more crazy. But he 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 did a little Navin R. Johnson in there somewhere, Steve. I can a see little, that. A little bit of the not, you know, it wasn't like just absurd. Not bumbling, but yes. Bumbling, yeah. But he had that, like I I'm friendly. I'm with it. I just don't quite understand the way you want me to understand. It's yes. so fucking brilliant how they do that. It re- and I, one part, I'm not going to ruin it for people. So I'm just going to say there's a part where he realize, realizes who he's the celebrity for. Like who really is looking up to him. And it's like, right. oh, and I was like, this is such a touching moment that I actually have never seen in a movie. That he's actually inspiring people. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. Yeah, I, I was in. Because it takes, it took me a while, like 15 to 20 minutes. And at the 20-minute mark, I was like, oh, I didn't even know I was in until I started laughing all the time. I'm like, oh, it t- yeah. turns out I'm in. There's this whole other part that we really haven't touched on, which is basically Antonio's MacGuffin for the movie. Yes. Like he, he's lost something and he wants to get it back. And uh, I thought it was going to go a certain way to where I was like, uh-oh. Are they going to stick the landing or are they going to yeah. fuck with me on this one? Like it could go either way at this point. And I'm happy to say that that's that situation works out very well. And I was really pleased with how they did that. Cause I was a little bit worried. How good was that? movie? It would have been like one trope too many. Now that's true. You don't want it to go overboard, but I don't know. I, I it would have taken a lot to ruin this movie for me, dude. A lot. Yeah. I'm not saying it's ruining it for me, but I just, I would have been a little bitter if they would have done 
you know what I'm talking about. Oh, for like sure. His, yeah, how that how he ends up. I, w- I definitely would have been like bombed. Like, ah, oh, you guys could have done so much more with that. And they did. And that's the best part. So, again, super high praises for the ballet. You can watch it on Hulu. It's streaming right now. It's like an hour and a half. It's, it's a nothing. really short. Yes. Uh, no, I apologize. It's actually two hours and four minutes. So, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like that whatsoever. It just flies by. The ballet. Check it out. Oh, so good. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's it, sir. Gentlemen and Anything people. Anything else on the, you know what I'm going to do today real quick huh. before we go? Uh, after this, I'm going to go ahead and take my daughter uh, driving, do some driving lessons. Oh, look at this guy. Yeah, we did it yesterday too. She's 18, how's but she, she, she didn't really so need far? a car. She's doing really well, actually. But I think um, I had her in the Subaru and that Subaru is a little bit too like, let me fix all your problems for you. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure, dude. It's, there's too much correcting going on, you know, it, and it actually uh, benefited me <laughs> yesterday when we were doing, doing some parking. It actually benefited me, but the safety feature on that. But she's doing really well, actually. It's just a matter of losing that stiffness where like white knuckling the steering wheel, 10 and 2. And, you know, she was like, everyone's everyone's looking at me and smiling like I go. They're not paying attention to you. You're just driving a car and you're doing fine. She just has to focus focus yeah. a little bit more but she's doing really well uh it's just now we got to start working on like parallel parking and all that kind of stuff and luckily she ain't got to drive stick she ain't got to learn on a stick shift dude nah no nah, we're gonna today we're gonna try out the toyota the rav4 and see how she does oh she's gonna do fine if she already did it well i think with she'll do better yeah dude. yeah i think she'll do better because she's gonna be higher up and you know anyway and it doesn't do a bunch of corrective to... stuff trying to pull you yes to the, yeah <laughs> it doesn't have you know our car the rav is older so it doesn't have the camera for you know what i mean for like backing up oh, and stuff yeah. like that so it's you know like how we learned that's right so that's what we're gonna do so if i don't show up next week you know what happened you're good dude you're gonna have so much fun with you are you guys gonna like stop somewhere to eat together i don't know i don't know man we just uh maybe yeah dude like have that. a good little night out because i know she wants to you know have fun with her father on the on the, i'm a father <laughs> but on the same uh, note gas is like over like six like six fifteen now. dude not, so, uh, we're not going to be doing a whole ton of sites. How much does it cost know? to fill up your car? Uh, the Subaru, it cost me $96 last That's week. exactly what mine was. $96. $96. How, isn't that crazy when you look at it? You're like, are you kidding me right now? But how often do you really have to fill up, though? Uh, lately? If, more than I want to, I'll say that. For me, it's a once a week. It's... Normally once a week, sometimes twice a week. It just depends. Dude, that's I do a lot of eighty, dude. Holy, yeah, it's crap. insane. Now you know why. Yeah, and that's why, like you know, the whole Nam thing. I'm like, is this going to be? Oh no, 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 no. You can't. I, this quick of a notice. Is it going to be worth it for me to drop like probably three fifty on gas alone? Maybe. How much did you spend on gas um, for that trip? Oh no, that's probably high. I was, but I said it's too high. No, I yeah, you could get up there on one tank and then. Because I rented a car and then like a little more than half a tank gets you back to Fresno. So like 180. Oh, easy. Yeah. That's a lot. That's, that's, and a that's, not even, that's not even the hotel, dude. Yeah. It's it's just a lot. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're going to, there's, who knows uh, about the whole lunch with dad thing. We'll see. Oh, but yeah. Is expensive <laughs> it's expensive. That is true, dude. Not to mention all the, they're not wasted miles, but they're miles utilized to have her, you know, to teach her how to drive. So I don't know what we'll be doing after that. Maybe going back and watching the valet. Well, maybe you put up a TikTok about it. Maybe I call Steve and go, hey, did you watch that fucking movie you were supposed to watch? Now that's maybe a will do that. Why don't you have, you know what? Sal would probably love to uh, comment on your daughter's uh, driving prowess. 
Oh, he's uh, maybe. I don't think Sal has a daughter, dude. I think Sal's just kind of like a. He's just on his own. Oh, is he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah have you been keeping up with Sal G? No, like I you should. I haven't recorded in like a week. Come on, dude. What are we doing? I don't know, but I well, you know, I will say one thing by the way. Several of you, and I'm. <laughs> I was feeling a little bit. Uh, like I wasn't going to do it last week. Steve, you didn't help with this, by the way. You were a very passive aggressive person. You're like, you're like, uh, yeah, man, but you look good though. I have a filter on my face. I look like I was in a nuclear fallout <laughs> incident. With some weird lips. And then, and then we say, yeah, exactly. But everybody's like, yeah, but keep doing it. You know? And then like every, yeah, but it's really disturbing. It's really, but keep doing it. Oh God, but it's horrifying. <laughs> but keep doing it. Like, you know, you're not helping us, Steve. You're not helping. But did you get some comments? Yeah, nice. oh, sorry. Yeah, it, in spite of what Steve said, people were actually very nice about that, and they were showing it to some of their coworkers, Yay! and uh, they enjoyed it. So I don't know. I, 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 I'll probably do it, but probably not as frequently. We'll see. You can do once a, a week. You right can do now. once a week. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to do this for like to become the uh, you know America's sweetheart or anything like that anytime soon. This is just going to be something I do. But you know, I do anyway. I do appreciate the people that reached out to me. It meant a lot actually because I was feeling kind of dumb about it. So thank you. Oh. Awesome. And the next voice you're going to hear Steve's fault, by the way. Dude, you look great. The next voice you're going to be hearing is the man himself, the myth, the legend, who has many terms of endearments. Dan, the man. (laughs) Terms of endearments. So if he doesn't watch this movie (laughs) by next time we speak, folks. I'm watching it tonight. Then he hasn't watched this movie. That's all it's going to happen. I'm going to watch it tonight. You said this yesterday, but I'm going to take your word for it this time, Steve. I think you mean. Well, now now that we're communicating, now that we're communicating, we'll see what happens. But anyway, guys, hope you like the show. Uh, Again, I really am sorry if I'm a little bit grouchy these days, but I am honestly in just a shit ton of pain right now. And I plan on feeling better very soon. So with that, thanks for listening. My name is Dan. That is Steve. We are the heroes of noise. People be good to yourselves. Be good to the people around you. Peace.